What is going on, Brookie Nation? Wow. We are throwing it back to 2004. No. Yes, 2004. <laughs> uh... What's going on, everybody? We, this is the the what? What's the name of our show? I don't yeah, even know what it's called. I don't know. Uh, the Storybrook Circus. Thank you for joining us. I am the Mackie Mouse. I am Isla Shikorsky. I don't even remember our names anymore because we. <laughs> it has wow! Been, Welcome to the show. We. It has been a while. This just sparked a really good idea. Um, oh yeah. Yes. Next week, next episode, we should. I get never mind. I'll tell you off the air. Why would I ruin it right now? That was stupid. I love it. No, this is great. I like that we have ideas. Uh, so uh, <laughs> this is episode sixty-one. I'm texting you it to you, so I don't. Oh yeah, thank forget. you, so that we remember. Um, this is episode sixty-one. You wouldn't know that because episode sixty. I looked it up. We taped August tenth. It is currently at the time of this recording, October seventh. <laughs> And this episode will release on uh, October 10th. Uh, it is. It has been a while, hence the welcome back. Did you enjoy our welcome back intro? I did. Looked, I loved it. What a happy little surprise. You were very surprised. I like to surprise Isla on the air because I want to capture the uh, <laughs> the reactions on the air because it's way funnier. Um, and Isla had her mouth completely open when that she was heard cute. It was that, like a happy yeah. song. She thought it was Welcome Back, Cotter, because that's what that first sound was, which is the beginning of the Welcome Back song from Mace and Puff Daddy when he was still Puff Daddy, believe it or not, uh, in 2004. Do you remember the story behind that song? No. He, uh, Mace and Biggie and Puff was like, the, that was the bad boy thing, right, in the 90s. And then obviously Biggie died. And, you know, Puffy was doing his thing. Mace left the game for a minute. And then it's like four, four years or something like that. And then he came back to rap. And this was the song that he released under Bad Boy Records was Welcome Back. And he and all his rapping was about how, like, you know, he left and came back and he's still like the hood king, you know. Whatever. Oh, my gosh. But that was like the whole the whole thing behind it was actually welcoming, welcoming him back to the hip hop game. And then very famously, he became like a pastor. And I think he's still like serving at some Baptist church somewhere. Good for him. But uh, <laughs> I wanted to use the, the welcome back. Yeah, totally. Uh, I wanted to use the welcome back motif to uh, to get us back into the swing of things. You might have missed us. Maybe you didn't. Maybe you didn't even know we were missing because uh, you're binging. But uh, we we had an unexpected two month essentially hiatus that we were we did not know was going to happen at all. <laughs> uh, uh, Isla was about to go on her trip to The Wish which was obviously very successful and not today because we have an extremely packed schedule, but uh, we will definitely talk about the um, the wish trip. Oh, yes. I have much to say. So a, yeah, we have to dedicate some time to that. And 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 we will. Uh, but yeah, there was there was a cruise uh, trip in there. I took a trip to Boston. <laughs> Island Bart took a trip to took uh, another it was like a lot trip. Of, back a Florida. lot of traveling. I know it's getting ridiculous. Um, it's fine. It's just, you know, it's hollow thankmas, um, ha- you know, happy seasons for all of those who celebrate. And happy it, seasons, like, I like that. <laughs> it's just, it's so much. Everything is happening. So we're sorry we took a break, but we're not sorry because it was all for good things. Nothing bad. Yes. And uh, we uh, we did check in with our brookies in the discord. If you are somebody who loves wa- listening to the show um, and you want to 
keep up with us in the news and in, you know, what's going on with our lives and talk to other brookies and stuff, we will talk about how to, you know, get to that discord a little bit later in the show. But that's kind of where we, we've been active there. But for, for I know many of you, potentially hundreds of you, according to our metrics, who are listening to the show who are not in the discord are probably wondering where the hell we were because we didn't we didn't like say anything anywhere. Right. Um, so but we're OK. We're fine. Uh, we're healthy and we're getting into the, you know, fall spooky season. I'm sure it's a little bit more brisk up there in the in the north i don't want to talk about it actually though i can't i can't (laughs) complain because today was like a solid 72 degrees and while that is still chilly enough for me to be in a sweatshirt um it's not unbearable and i have not turned my heat on because i will not do that i am a northerner until i die the heat does not go on until like thanksgiving oh no you just put on jackets and stuff like (laughs) you bundle up we have blankets for a reason okay layers you dress in layers um so yeah no things are things are are going well generally speaking so okay first of all (laughs) i always have to assume that someone's going to catch this you know in a few days and and just pop on episode 61 uh you probably don't know what the reference of the storybrook circus is well we are a Once Upon a Time podcast. We are listening to, uh, watching, actually, the uh, show every single episode, one at a time, and reviewing them. We are up to season three, episode 15, this episode, which is crazy. Wow. <laughs> that we're that far in. I was looking through the Disney Plus to, like, get to it. I'm like, oh, my God, we're, like, this far. I thought we were season right? two for some reason. Like, we're that far in. Um so yeah, we're, we're doing our own takes on the show and commenting on it live. So if you ever wanted, because uh, I, I hear a lot of people say that, you know, they're so glad that we're doing the show because they don't have anybody to talk once upon a time with because no one, no one cares. Like, no, like none of their friends or their circles want to talk about it. It's just like some other, it's just a thing only they like. So if you ever wanted to just sit down on the couch with a couple of goofballs who just want to, you know, talk about the show. This is it. You you hit the right place. You are in the yep. right yeah. place for that kind of shenanigans. Some of it's good. Some of it's not so good. We're kind of real people. So we don't, you know, not everything is sunshine and rainbow. Some of it's kind of whack. But but the majority of it is really great. And we are by far huge fans of the show, which is why we sometimes get frustrated when it goes off, off the rails a little bit. Um, and like, we're from the Northeast. If you love something, you make fun of it. That's, you know, we I don't know that we ever actually put it in such a fine term. <laughs> You're you're right. We are we. That is how we express our love in the Northeast. That is just how it works. I say, so what's if, up, you dumb bitch? I'd, yeah, that's how. A term that's how it is. man. Yeah, Bing Bang, boom. So, Bing yeah. Bang. Like that's literally what that sounded. Like that's what that's that's the, the some North weird. Yeah, that's just what we do. And if you don't get it, that's fine. Like it's <laughs> it's cool. You but, will you will soon understand why we're saying all these things a little later in the show. It's fine. There, whatever. Anyway. It's fine. But uh, on top of if you want to listen to our show and listen to our commentary on the show, you can also talk to like almost a hundred other people about it in our Discord. That's true. That is true. Uh we yeah, I mean, we can just get into that right now, I suppose. We uh our our show is broken up into little little bite-sized pieces, if you will. Little They're called fun size. Segments. They're called segments. Uh and our first segment, bite size, fun size segment, uh is called the Storybrook Daily Mirror. This is actually really emotional. I was just telling Anna before we started that like hitting record like we are always say to each other like all right i'm hitting record so that we can like sync our stuff up together uh and like we haven't said it in so long we've seen each other in person more times than we've recorded in this amount of time oh my god yeah and still i'm like 
hitting record again just feels like a like an old it feels like coming home from college you know what i mean you go back to your, yeah. your like hometown or your home place and you just get that nice like it just feels right it's just again. normal and hearing those newsboys was very i hope uh, some some fo- i'm not everybody but I, I i know some folks probably missed that sound yeah and I know it probably felt good to hear it again um so the storybook daily mirror for those of you who don't know it's a, it's a fictional newspaper within the world of once upon a time in our world uh it is a segment that we dedicate to you it is our kind of periodical for what's going on in the world of of uh of the fans and our fellow listeners um so isla there are a few ways obviously that you know of that you can submit to the fake newspaper of the Starbuck Daily Mirror. And I would love for you to tell everyone right now how they can do so. Yes. Well, I would love it if you would go on to Apple Podcast and leave us a five-star review. I would like to emphasize five-star because <laughs> that is appreciated because I think that that's what we do. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but if you are listening to the show and you're really enjoying it and you want other people to listen to the show, Apple Podcast is the best way to do that because pushing out those five-star reviews pushes our name out there further, which we would love and appreciate. But if you have thoughts, questions, comments, and concerns that you would like to send into us, there are a couple different ways you can. And then we get to play all of those thoughts, questions, comments, and concerns on the air. And we get to talk about it. And everybody gets to hear your beautiful opinion because everybody's opinion matters. So we have an email, <laughs> the SBCpod at gmail.com. We have a phone number, and that phone number is 207-536-8512. If Boom. you... Didn't hear me the first time. 207-536-8512. You can leave us a voicemail. It goes straight to voicemail. There is no indication that we will answer. I promise. Like, no worry that that will happen (laughs) if you have anxiety about it. Or you can even text the number, which is even cooler. If you have a quick thought, you want to bing bang it out and send it over. We got it. How else can you get into the Starbucks Daily Mirror? It's been a minute since we've done this, so we got to remember. <laughs> well, you can join our Discord, and if you have something that you want to say, you can leave it in any of the little chat sections and just specify, Mackie and I read this on the air because we see every single message that's come through the Discord. I can't like emphasize how active we are in there. It's not just like a throwaway place. We're replying. We're commenting. We want to know what's going on in your lives. And that's it. Like I said, that Discord link is in uh, the show notes no matter what podcast uh, platform you are listening on. So head to that link and join this fun party that we have going on. Speaking of which, we have news. We, as Isla said, have almost 100 brookies in that space right now. Literally. That, that is mind-boggling right now <laughs> that we started with two people <laughs> and, and, you know, just talking to ourselves in the first two episodes and now we've come this far. It's something we're very proud of, I feel like. It's, you know... I am so proud of it, it because I have thought about this constantly lately. lately. If you put 100 people in a room, it is crowded, like, a, like, think about a wedding. And that's, by the way, both of your sides of the family and friends, you know? But yeah. Like, but, it's like, a like, hundred people is a that's decent That's a lot party, of people you know? hanging out. Yeah. And and every day. It's not, like, a one-time thing. It's, like, all the right. time. Right. It just, it's, it feels so good to have been able to create, like, this kind of actual community and not just, like, a pin board that you just, like, throw up there and, yeah. I don't know. It's pretty great. Um, so... 
one of those things, uh, those ways that you get into Starbucks Daily Mirror, we're gonna uh, go over right now is text messages. And Who obviously, us? obviously, we've been gone for a while, so <laughs> we are not gonna hide the fact that we are behind on text messages and voicemails and emails. Also, we got a, a, quite a few emails that are in. Um, actually, there is one we will sneak in uh, because it's already passed now. We got our September uh, birthdays and September's already gone, but we'll we'll go over what the September birthdays are. Uh, so in uh, in the interest of time, we will we're gonna go through these text messages. we're gonna we're gonna try and go through them as fast as we can. We don't want to uh, uh, take away any time from anybody, but we have a lot of them to get through over the next couple weeks. So um, feel free if we you know missed a point or anything to text back in or send another voicemail in so that we can you know re-engage in a conversation, but we're gonna we're gonna try and just fit as many people as we can in, okay? Yeah, so this text message is coming in from Joy, a, uh, a second time texter for us. It says, hi, Island, hi, Mackie, this is Joy. First, I would like to tell you guys where I'm from, Louisville, Kentucky. Ooh, Louisville. Uh, Louisville. Uh, Louisville, say, right? Louisville. Lou, Lou, Louisville. Yeah, it's one of those weird. But they're like serious that, about it. It's like. Yeah. Louisville. 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 It's, it's Louisville. like. Uh, Louisville. It's like Worcester. <laughs> Stupid words. Varchester. Uh, and say this like, uh, say this is like number one of my top five podcasts. Woo! Thank you for making us. Thank you. Top Listen, top five is already really good. Yeah. So, um, I listen while uh, working, uh, will laugh out loud and have to tell people I'm not completely crazy. <laughs> and yes, I sometimes play the title line with you guys, but then remind myself that I've already seen it. Through, though this episode, oh, through this episode, when I said charming, I laughed and said charming's not smart enough to say Simeon. <laughs> uh, so, so that's all for now because I don't want to make this message too long. Thanks for an amazing podcast and being amazing people. Thank you. Thank you, Joy. Lovely. Next up is from Addy. Hi, friends. It's Addy on the witch wizard title usage. I do remember us talking about that, about, you know, how, oh, yeah. what they call themselves, right? Um, so I would consider Rumple a warlock. And I do agree with that. I agree with that, that. That does make a lot more sense. It's better uh, than in, wizard. I forgot about yeah. the warlock option. Yeah, yeah. In Dungeons and Dragons, a warlock is someone who enters into a deal with a more powerful entity and that's how they are given their power. Think oh. of it as a magical sugar daddy. <laughs> okay, but like that's the definition of Rumpelstiltskin. So is, he yeah, is a warlock. Uh, anywho, there is such a thing as the Pact of the Hexblade where you make a pact with an entity from the Shadowfell and that deal you make takes form of a weapon. Uh, so it's literally using the dagger to make a deal with the oh. darkness and be, and be given immense power with specific skills and hexes and curses. If that's not Rumble, I don't know what is. I just want to pause for a second and say D&D players have gotten a bad rap for a long time as being like hyper nerds because we always think of like a kid in socks and flip-flops with glasses who's living in their mother's basement or something like that, right? And the, the like 12-sided okay. guy nerds. But it's D &D really D&D is cool. nerdy, but I don't mean that in an insulting way. Yeah, it, it seems really cool. Like, if for the same reason that, like, we love Lucifer, like the sci fi yeah, sort I, of. But I think everything I do, it's it's nerdy for me to be a Disney adult. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, these right, things right, are nerdy, right. but you can love them, and I still think it's cool. Yeah, totally. So I just want to. I respect DD because you got to be real fucking smart. Like, it's you hard, have yeah, to, like, especially. 
remember all this shit and then you have to like actively come up with like the creative have to, the creativity to, like, along it, right? with the technical side like you're meshing two different worlds together I don't yeah. know. hats off to the D people i could not because i would get frustrated with how much i would not be able to like I, yeah, participate I, I, I don't it's not because i think it's stupid it's because i like genuinely would be like mm, too much for me i'm sorry brain yeah someone would have to hold my hand uh especially if you're like a dungeon master and you have to be like in charge of whatever the things and like facilitate the guy yeah, it's it, remember I when they played oh no you no oh no you watch lucifer no you are not that far in eye zombie yet never mind no, no, no. <laughs> I Wrong did. Show. Okay, by the way, everyone, if you're following the saga of my TV watching, I did finish Lucifer, started I Zombie. That's that's what I'm kind of doing next. And at the same time, I'm also trying to do Stranger Things and start. I, I do this every time. As soon as a new thing comes out for something that was old, like Lucifer season last season came out, I started watching it. Stranger Things yeah. last season came out, I started watching it. So new Game of Thrones came out. And so now I'm trying to start Game of Thrones and sludge through this long haul to get to the end of this. I'm so sorry, Game I can't. of Thrones, Stranger Things, and iZombie, whatever. Anyway, off the, off the off topic here. Uh, we continue with Addy's text. Also, if we're going by D and D standards, Korra would be a warlock, but the Pact of Tome, I'm assuming T O M E. Tome sounds fancy, but I'm pretty sure it's Tome. Uh, Regina would have would probably be a sorcerer, someone born with innate magical ability. And also be a wizard due to her torturing, or sorry, tutoring with Rumple. But yeah, female wizard can be a witch, so she would be a witch or a sorcerer. Isn't it a sorceress? I would think. But is it like actor, where is it, actor not, is technically both, but genetics? actress is a word? So like Cora wouldn't be a witch because of Zelina. Well, D and D rules are different than oh, like fantasy names. Okay. You know what I mean. So she's she's doing like a full D and D thing, which okay. I think is super okay. cool. By yes. the way, I, this is a really cool way to look at it. Um, in fact, I mean, aren't D and D like? Can't you like make up your own D and D games like based on themes? Like you can like change the characters. It's like I'm I sure fucking, someone I thought has it was made... all made up. I don't know. So I I, I think the I way thought there was works... like general basic rules, but like you're doing like when they're like, yeah. oh, I've decided I'm gonna cut your face off. Well, yes, but you can do like themed ones. So, oh. so if you're all doing that, you can do it all like you know based on Lord of the Rings or whatever, oh, right? Okay, and like okay. apply it to that thing. So, like, I wonder if there's like a Once Upon a Time D and D that would be really cool. Like a you know like do, like think so think about the characters you know and apply just a little bit of like skills to them, like their characters in a video. You sound game. like everybody that's trying to get me to get the Star Do Valley game. Oh, I'm not saying we should start a D and D. Everybody's like, you need. It's like it's like Disney role playing. I'm like, I, oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm sure it's that. fucking cool, but I'm just, I'm not a video game girly. Like, I'm sorry, it, I'm just not it, a gamer girl. I mean, I do love video games, but I, that I don't know. I don't. It's not my kind of video game. Like anyway. Sims, I can't. Yeah, those those type. I don't have time. I think to dedicate to it. That uh, that might okay. be a hot take, and I'm so I don't want to engage in an uh, argument well, about yeah. video games. People like I know people will die for The Sims. Like you can go Welcome. set yourselves on fire in that video game. I don't care. <laughs> Welcome to the SBC, the world of hot takes. Uh, okay, so a female wizard can be a witch, so she would be a witch or a sorcerer, which I'm pretty sure they use both those titles for her throughout the series. Yes, oh, that's I interesting. We should have heard that. Um, that was a lot of D and D for y'all, but I hope it can kind of give some context and organization. Stay green, stay Zelina. Love Addie. Thank you, Zelina. <laughs> I love that. Addie, that was so informative, and I really appreciated it. Can we appropriate "Stay Green, Stay Zelina" for this season? 
instead of stay gold, stay rumple. Yes. And we're not going to, we're not going to remember. Maybe we'll do it just for this episode. We'll see. Thank you, Addy. We'll, we're stealing we'll see how it goes. <laughs> we'll see how we feel. Like, wait, I, let's uh, actually write it in the notes so that we can, uh, <laughs> uh, stay green, stay Z. I love that. That's, that's awesome. Uh, okay. So, Next, we have Amanda. Hey, Brookies. I have a few things to say. First, when we were talking about small talk pregnant pauses, I am a person who gets labeled the quiet shy slash shy girl. When in reality, if I don't have anything to say, I don't say anything. If I pass someone in the grocery store and I just say hi and wave and then move on. Secondly, I'm going on the Disney Wish in October. <gasps> have never been on a cruise before. Any tips you have would be greatly appreciated. Oh my gosh, I really Bye. hope it's not right now. I hope it's not today sailing or oh my gosh. How, what's the what's the elevator pitch for like, okay, I got two minutes. I know that's what, what I'm, what, I'm trying to gather I, my I'm trying to, to gather do, my yeah. thoughts right now. Yeah, yeah. This that's a that's a that's a tough ask. It's it's hard to like to to boil it down to just a few things. What about like cruises? Go to breakfast too? early. I would get to breakfast when it opens because it is dead and you Good got idea. all the freshest food. Um, Wait, buffet or restaurant breakfast? Oh, uh, buffet. Sorry. Marceline Market. Okay. Okay. Got it. I would also be in line for the pool side um, items. Mickey's Barbecue, Donald's Cantina, Daisy's oh, Pies, yeah. et cetera. Oh, yeah. They open at like quote unquote 11, but really 1045. Um, I would get over there because those lines get long um dress up for the dinners everybody participates in dressing up and it is so much fun especially for pirate night as well um don't get off in nassau just explore the ship Nassau's okay if you've never been there. Do you know what you, know what you do? Because you, Nassau's yeah. just that strip. You get off, you, you, you like walk the strip, go to Senior Frogs. Spend like end, two and hours. And then you go back on the ship. Yeah. Spend like and you go back two on hours or less, <laughs> then get back on the ship because the ship yeah, is so yeah. cool. Don't, don't like go in. You don't need to. There's nothing in there <laughs> except shops. Don't stuff. skip any shows. Oh, yeah, of course. Yes. Good, good advice. But like don't. even um, like the sail away party is you got to go to the sail away party. Um, both pirate parties are very, very freaking cute. I would go to both of them, the parlay party and the Mickey and Minnie's whatever pirate adventure. Mm-hmm. It's good advice. Yeah, I think I, I think I, was, I think I've covered a lot of it. Um, we should break up the the. We should make it a segment in every week and call it like Isla, Isla's Cruise Corner, and just you have like a small like a little segment where you just pick my your love cruise for tip cruise of the line. week. Yeah, man. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot there. You know what I mean? And I feel like our listeners are the types clearly that will occasionally go oh on gosh, one every once so in a while. So much fun on the so. Oh, and then yeah. I'm just gonna shamelessly plug all of my Instagram stories. I saved everything to a highlight of my entire cruise. So yes, guys, you, you have. Go to, to my go. account. I did that. Please go check out her her uh, handle, Isla Shikorsky. It's all spelled out in our in our uh, uh, show notes. Actually, I think actually the link is in our show notes as well to the Instagram. Yeah, and the highlights are all there. They're there. I can say from experience, they are excellently made. They're very engaging. I love them. It's. I feel like I'm right. Naki there makes an appearance. I do make an appearance because he was our chauffeur. Thank you so much. I, absolutely, my pleasure. Uh, I, I was uh, thrilled to be a part of the a little teeny tiny part of the vacation, just the beginning and end. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I forgot my most important piece of 
advice, and that is get to know your servers and your stateroom hosts. Ask them questions. Uh, they would probably love to talk about their families and what it's like back home. Um, oh, yeah. Their contracts are very long. They're on for like six months. Very long. At a time. Straight. And then they have two months off to go home. And they are incredible people who have incredible stories, and they have great recommendations for the menus, and they're just all around awesome people. Truly the, the, the definition of the hospitality industry these people are like giving up entire parts of their lives like missing their kids growing up so that they can be there to provide for their family and and they yeah do it in the the best way and they they are humble too they're not they they don't uh, resent the work that they're doing to serve you they yeah they genuinely enjoy it and meeting the people and you know so they're they that's a that's a great 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 tip they're really awesome people uh thank you amanda and have so much fun oh my gosh i want to hear about it call in and tell us how your trip was we hope that we got that information to you in time so definitely call in and uh, let us know if uh and if we didn't call in and tell us how it was anyway yeah absolutely um so we have another from let's see julia uh i wanted to send this after witch hunt because i feel like isla would hate me (laughs) LOL, because I'm from Cleveland and love it. Oh, you should be more worried about Mackie. (laughs) Me. (laughs) That's really funny. Um, No, Cleveland is where the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is, and that was half okay. Yes, Cleveland. Oh my gosh. Everybody say hi. Hey, it's Bart. Say hi to the listeners. What's up, listeners? Tune in next week. Tomato in your face. Um so here's the deal. North Ohio. It's fair game, that's cool. For the closer you get to like uh was it Kentucky? No. Is it Kentucky? I don't know. I, I got beef with I've driven through most of the state. I'm all set with the soybean. Cleveland but is live basically this Michigan. What? Oh, this journey. <laughs> I love the journey for you. If you love yeah. Ohio, no, so I really, I you. have, I have no problems with Cleveland. I, I went through Cleveland, uh, through multiple tours when I was working, you know, all, all like Broadway stuff, and uh, Cleveland is actually a really cool town. Great food, cool downtown area. Love the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's on the water. It's basically Michigan, though. Cleveland is like Cleveland is not even Ohio at this Listen, point. Listen, <laughs> maybe when I start going to a professional therapist and I un ravel all of my trauma i'll give ohio another chance but right Mm, now nope i have been dumped in ohio i have gotten lost in soybean fields in ohio i've gotten kicked out of a camp in ohio you know honestly bad vibes yeah and i did go to a red lobster there once though and that's the only time i've been to red lobster and it was pretty good it's probably better than here our red lobster is absolutely horrific Bar like, and I you know, have a $25 gift card to Red Lobster that we've had since 2014. <laughs> you still have it? <laughs> we've never seen a Red Lobster. And That's so we hilarious. just keep it in the car in case we just so yeah, happen just to case. drive by it and we'll go. JIC. That's no, never That's... organically happened. Though. We're not going to go. This gift no, card yeah, yeah, yeah. specifically gonna... lives in his... It's not even in the car anymore. I'm sorry. It's in his wallet. It specifically lives in his wallet for if we just so happen upon if a If you, lobster, like, trip into go. into one, like, you fall and you're like, oh, I'm in a red you lobster. You can't Google <laughs> closest red lobster to me. Like, you have to No, you have it. to just... Yeah. It, it has, has to, to find it ha- you. It has to find you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, uh, Isla does not hate you and neither do I. I don't hate you. I you're can't... one of our crew. You didn't ask to be born. 
You no. didn't ask to live in Ohio. <laughs> Unless fine. you well, moved there because you wanted to live there in that form. I'm sorry. <laughs> that well, is rude of me. I'm from, I'm from Cleveland and love it. And my favorite character is Charming. I think that's why she was going with the... Oh! I was going to name but we, we also don't hate people whose favorite character is charming. Yeah, Our we best have friend different Jordan's, taste in men, okay? Like, like, that's good. Yeah, that's yeah, a good fine. thing. We don't want to argue about that. Yeah. No, no. We're good, and, Julia. And then ends with, love you both, bye. Love with you. With a laughing cat and a lovey emoji. <laughs> we do. We do love you. Um... No, we don't. We don't hate on anybody. We're just. We're all just. We're all just doing our thing. We're you know. We're living our lives. All in this together. Uh, okay. So next up is Lacey. Hi, Mackie and Isla. It's Lacey. I'm finally caught up. Party emoji, which is one of my favorites. The little. Uh, the little noisemaker. I love that one. Uh, oh, and it's so just I like. Have, yeah, it's just like it's it's actively having a good time. That's that emoji just feels happy to me. Uh, so I have no idea how medieval people figured out women were pregnant. That was a big conversation we had last episode. Okay, but when I was a kid, I remember my grandma telling me that they used to inject women's urine into rabbits. Then a few days later, dissect the rabbit, and if their ovaries were enlarged, that meant the women the woman was pregnant. And apparently, the term "the rabbit died" was a euphemism for pregnancy. I am horrified. <laughs> uh, I always thought that was so weird and barbaric and therefore it burned into my brain. So I just thought I would share that trauma with you all. <laughs> Enjoy. Thank you for all your efforts. See you in Oz. <laughs> I love the sentence. I just thought I would share that trauma with you all. Clearly, you understood the assignment, Lacey. Thank you I, for understanding what it means to be a rookie. <laughs> nothing could have ever prepared me for what you just said. That was a lot. Uh, that's and that also becomes like, is that one of those crazy wives tales that grant like grandmas just tell because it's scary, but it didn't actually happen? Like, I don't know. You know, like, yeah, like so we, from the guys who brought you lobotomies. <laughs> this is going to be the next American horror story is like some weird that thing like this. really like, did feel like American horror story, though. You know, it, it, like I pictured Sarah Paulson in that crazy hospital. Like, yes. Screaming <laughs> as she yeah, does. Yeah, yeah. Like strapped to a table. Like, <laughs> that's a lot. Uh, thank you, Lacey. We appreciate like, your Like if you suspected, like, like women were probably like, you know, showing and they were like tumor or baby. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yikes. Oh, my God. I'm horrified. I'm absolutely yeah. horrified right now. We need to move on. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, it's good because the last text is just a, a passing thought, right? We And we love these. That's what the texts are for. Nice and nice little short forms. If you got one, Miranda uh, has sent us one that says, going to have nightmares because you mentioned that damn witches movie. Forever traumatized. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole text. Uh, every time I mention it, it's not even the first time we've mentioned it on the it's show. It's on Disney Plus. It, it is. Uh, is it Disney Plus or? No, it is on Disney Plus. Yeah, you're right. Oh, man, that's just I was just like burned in. Uh, all right. So now we have a few. Uh, well, you know what? Let's just get the uh, the birthdays out of the way. September birthdays from our dearest Emily, because it is short. There's only three of them. Uh, there aren't a lot this month, but there's two really great ones in here. Uh, Rose McGowan. Young Cora, September 5th, 1973. Homegirl is 49. Wow. Which is, yeah, incredible. Uh, Amy Manson is, uh, I think, uh, season five, maybe. Uh, it doesn't mark. It's not marked here. Oh, okay. uh, September 9th, 1985, 37. And Robbie Kay, Peter Pan, 
September 13th just celebrated his 27th birthday, 1995. We're the same age. Yes, 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 yes. So yay to birthdays. Happy birthday. Uh, and we have a few other emails that we are going to uh, save for future episodes so that we can get into voicemails because we have a few of those to get through. All right. First up, let's see. Tay, Rebel. I, I marked the, the numbers as people so I could. I, there actually is no transcription, so I can't see what it oh. thinks it says. So let's see why it does not have a transcription. Maybe this one's messed up. I did not pre-screen it. So we'll see. We'll see let's go. Goes. Hi. So my name is Tay. I sent a text message and I sent an email. I was going to send. I was going to call in, but then I had a broken phone. It was a whole thing. Anyway. I just want to say congratulations to Isla for finally knowing the number. Like she said, the number of this episode that I'm on. I'm not fully up to date. I think I'm in season two. Oh, that's great. I want to say episode nine. And I know you're like a whole season ahead of me. But I'm catching up slowly. I love your episodes. I love the length of the episodes and the fact that like I can listen to them while I'm at work. And like I have two-hour intervals in between like hey, each of my nice. breaks so i usually listen to at least three or four episodes a night unless i get a little long and then it's like a three-hour episode <laughs> throws it off a little bit but it's whatever love it it gets me through my night um you're both extremely entertaining um i'm calling right now specifically because you mentioned right now i'm in the episode where emma and snow are trying to come back from the Enchanted Forest, and Regina doesn't want Cora to come back, neither does Uncle Stilson, so they put the whole, they do the whole, like, magic in the well and all that. And Henry's like, ah, please don't, you're going to kill my other mom. And <laughs> <laughs> honestly, I have a lot of issues with Henry as a character. Ooh. But the specifically I'm calling because, like, I know Mackie's talking about um, how Regina is upset because Henry calls Emma mom. And I don't think that's why she's upset particularly. I mm. think, in my opinion, the way I interpret it, she was upset because now she's had all this time with Henry and, like, she is trying to change for him. She's trying to be a better person. And she's had all this time while Emma was away with snow and david's now sleeping so him she was the parent she was being she was able to be a parent with him the way she used to be and now with emma coming back the last thing emma really said to her before the curse broke and everything went to shit was i'm taking him you're never going to see him again so it's like emma's coming back now they're back to square one even if she's trying to be better because of who she is and who she has been, nobody's going to believe that she's trying to be better. And Emma's just going to take Henry straight back. And to be honest, I think Henry is one of the only things that actually keeps her, like, any kind of sane. Because mm -hmm. she's, yeah. she's definitely insane. <laughs> like, yes. I'm not going to deny the fact that she has some definite insanity moments. As one of my favorite characters, probably my she got cut off. We're going to continue because it just, just just, rudely just snapped right in there. Uh, so here's, here's the continuation. Hi. Hey again. Um, so I guess I got cut off. 
Um, I didn't realize I had a lot to say. But, <laughs> yeah, as I think I was talking about how insane uh, Regina's character is, which she has right to be. She may have exaggerated in some areas. But, like, if you really collect everything that's gone wrong in her life, she... They don't have therapy in, like, the fairy cell land in the Enchanted Forest. So, like, <laughs> can we really blame her for having a psychotic break? Honestly, <laughs> facts. Honestly, you're not wrong. Like, Access to mental health care is extremely like said, important, I'm and the show does put a light on that. I'm a little biased about yeah. Regina's character, mostly because of Lana Perilla. Oh, Priya? I don't know how to pronounce that, actually. We have no choice but to stand. I think it's because she's... Spanish or Latina. Yep. Either way. <laughs> Her as an actor Love is amazing this. and she brings life to this character. Thus making it hard for me to separate her character from her acting and it makes me biased because I want to just be like, but it's Regina though. Yeah. Like, is it really that bad? Girl, we feel you. Like, <laughs> we feel the same way. The whole yeah, yeah, so yeah. We're like, murder, but, yeah. is that the worst thing? Like, I did have a whole bunch of bullet mm. points that I wanted to send a long email about. But then my phone broke, and I lost the note that it was in. Now I'm collecting stuff now so I can write a very long email about all the things that I have thought about of Regina's character and the things you've made points about on the show. That should be coming in, like, the next week or so. So just look out for that. But thanks for uh, listening to my rambles, I guess. I don't know how good this is going to come across. <laughs> but, yeah. I have a lot of these random thoughts, and I usually think I should call in, but a lot of times I'm at work, so I can't. But right now, it's, like, 5 in the morning. I'm off on a Sunday morning. So you get to hear my morning ramble. Okay, I'm going to go back to listening to you guys talk about uh, Once Upon a Time and playing my video game. Bye. <laughs> we uh, actually have one more. Here, it, was, <laughs> it was just too good not to keep going. Hey, it's Tang again. Um, so, I don't know, and I have this problem a lot sometimes listening to the show. I never know if, like, you don't remember something or you're playing it up because you're trying to do like the spoiler free thing. Oh, can you pause know, like, this really quick? So now everything's sure, not yes. spoiler free. But Absolutely. Isla had just I need everyone to know no part of our show is a bit. No part of it is scripted. <laughs> if we sound like fucking morons, it's because we are yeah. I have forgotten so like I loved this show so much. I watched it through twice. I just my brain I cannot. I so I read a lot. Um I've talked about this recently on the past couple episodes. <laughs> I'm big back into reading again. I just finished my 28th book since Mother's Day. Yes, we're very um, proud of you for that, by the way. Thank you. But I am also a person where I will read a book, I will fall in love with it, I will watch a movie, I will fall in love with it. A TV show, I'll watch it and fall in love with it. Everything that happened on the show leaves my brain as soon as it's done. I cannot help it. There are only certain things that I can remember. So a lot of the show I know and I remember and it feels familiar. 
But when I'm surprised, I'm I'm fucking surprised. Okay, like, I, <laughs> I can't fake it. That's not anything like. So she's gonna say, probably say something like, "Oh, are they just like pretending they don't know?" Like the spoiler. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> just no. Point blank. Period. Yeah, that's yeah. That's uh, that's not really our style. We're <laughs> we're like we're just weirdos. <laughs> oh man. Uh, oh no, it rewound itself. I'll just, let's see, let's try that. You don't remember you something yeah. or you're playing it up because you're trying to do like the spoiler free thing. And I know like that changes, so now like, everything's not spoiler free. But Isla had just mentioned like, why didn't Regina just have her own kid? It would just, it would have uh, taken away some of the issues that she has like with the custody thing with Emma. And like, I know. I know specifically that they do explain why she doesn't have her own kid, and then they also explained why she ended up adopting Henry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, and no, I forgot all that. It actually, <laughs> it kind of was eventually. one of, like, the big points in, I think, the next few episodes. <laughs> nope, just an idiot. I believe <laughs> when they start explaining so backstory stuff about uh, between Cora and Regina. But, yeah, I just wanted to know. I was just, that was something that, it comes up a lot. Like, you'll ask a question, and then, like, maybe either in a few scenes it'll be answered or later on in, like, an episode or two. And I never know if, like, it's a, I wonder why this is happening because <laughs> I genuinely don't remember or... I wonder why this is happening, and I want to put it out there so People that you guys fucking Bill Nye, be, are like, thinking about it. <laughs> prompting an open response up. question. Like, I never know. And I love the fact that I never know, because it means that, like... Look at that. You're engaging me. You make It's intriguing. It's intriguing. Like, I always come back. I'm always coming back. <laughs> so, that was just my other thought. I don't know. I think now that I've, like, broken the seal on, like, calling... You're probably going to get a lot of random calls from yes. me. Like, yes. But, um, <laughs> till next time. Bye, guys. Oh, man. Oh, my God. I selfishly need to know where you're from because uh, listening to your voicemail felt like Jesse called in and it made me feel so warm and fuzzy. Tay's my homie from Brooklyn. Living oh, in North shit. Carolina. That was the, that was the text yes. message that we got. No. I remember now. Damn, yeah. she sounds le- like Jesse. And let me tell you something. Listening to your voice immediately made me feel like home. I love. I, oh, I would have listened so to cozy. 15 minutes of this. I know. I, lo- it, I loved it. It was so this clear. Is- and oh my god, it was beautiful. Look, you broke the seal, and now you gotta. Now you gotta keep up on your. You gotta keep doing random calls like this because yeah. they are fantastic in every way, shape, and form. Please, 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 please call back. Thank you. <laughs> uh, because these are all great points. I mean, this is all good stuff. Yes, Regina's nuts. Like. <laughs> Cora is also off the rocker. That's where it came from. Like a lot of this, you know, also the spoiled free, spoiler free, like remembering things. Most of this stuff, like we remember bigger points. A lot of this stuff, I don't remember how it plays out. Um, and But I love the like, <laughs> I don't know if it's because you don't remember or if you're just trying to engage people. And I just love that I never know which one it is because it's even that is in a, some yeah. meta way also engaging. It makes me so happy. It's not our intention. No. We're just, that's just how but you guys talk, hear but... how many TV shows I watch. Do you really yes. think that I remember every plot point yeah, in every we, single TV we, show? Yes, no, unless it's Gossip don't. Girl. 
Well, yeah, there's there's some that we can like lost too. We can do. Um, but thank you, seriously, thank you so much for all these contributions. Uh, please continue to call us. I know these were. I know this was. This is why it's like so. But that that was two full months ago that these voicemails came in. So hopefully you're still listening. Hopefully you you waited through our hiatus and you're back with us again and you hear us talking about you, your voicemail from two months ago. And please call us back. Yeah. Uh, that was great. I know I, I, I loved all of it. Do you have any uh, contributions to these uh, these points? I mean, they're all, we, we I agreed mean, with like everything. Yeah, right? I like, agree <laughs> with everything. Regina is our crazy bitch and we love her. Like, yeah, you know like, what I mean? Like I will still go to bat for her. I We're love that they don't have therapy. They don't have therapy in fairy tale land. <laughs> no, they don't. Look, look what Archie did. <laughs> right, right, right. He right. was a terrible therapist. Yeah. Oh man. All right. So, uh, so Tay's gonna call us back. Don't worry. <laughs> we'll just wait a couple weeks <laughs> to catch up. Uh, now we have. Oh my God. Okay. So now we have Tanner in. Let's hear. Uh, let me let me tell you what Google thinks it was this week let's let's hear what it sounds like and then i'll tell you what okay. google translated it to you ready hi it's panorama from texas so i think it was the siren it said hi it's panorama from texas <laughs> that's, <laughs> what, that's what google says All panorama right, panorama um okay so i'm listening to last week's pod and y'all are talking about aim names um i'm gonna be honest i had a shared aim with my uh, two other siblings, so we were my kids three. But oh, nice. uh, on like a more that. niche level, uh, my MySpace names, uh, those were more um, telling of my personality. I was emo slash goth for uh, majority of middle school into my sophomore year oh, high school in my that. MySpace name. So the first part was Penguin TM. Um, and if they're going to know, it's because penguins mate for life, and I thought it was beautiful and like. <laughs> Sad girl. So that's why I chose that. And then I uh, transitioned to Karen Talks A Lot, which if I ever made a podcast, that would be the name of the podcast. Because honestly, like 14-year-old Taryn knew what she was doing with that one. But yeah. I was... Okay. Karen Talks A Lot as a podcast is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Thinking about it, what do you think the aim and or MySpace name of the Storybrooke characters would be? Like, Oh my god. Oh my gosh. Prompted. Wait, let's let her finish. But I'm already stewing on this. Hold on. Obviously, like the cursed version. Um, like what would they be? I would I would imagine like uh Mary Margaret would be like Looking for Love twenty two five or like something like that. Something like very teachery. Um yeah. and uh like reds would be like sexy red thirteen or something like that. I don't know. Um, I am very interested to hear what you guys have to say. Also, I really want to know what you guys think Regina's would be. Um, I think it's hilarious to think about because it is such an outdated form of communication now. And I truly yeah. think that Gen Z and Gen A are going to bring it back ironically. Um, as like, oh my gosh, everybody, have you, have you seen this cool thing? It's like super retro. Um, anyways, I'm headed into PD for teaching professional development. Um, and any chance I get, I'm going to think in my little AirPods so I can continue listening to this because as an art teacher, uh, math professional development does not always relate to my art class. So, I love you both so much. Okay, bye. Okay, so... There is another one, but we have to we have to answer this prompt first because this is important. Yeah, uh, I disagree about Mary Margaret. I don't think hers would be teachery. I think it would be desperate 
because yes, she's be, adding yeah, every single love, love girly. male in Storybrooke to her AIM buddy list, and she is messaging all of them, being like, no, hey, looking you Looking for love is yeah. hilarious. That's, like, it's dead looking on looking for love, like, 22. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I feel like Charmings would be something... I don't know, like... <laughs> It would be toxic some way, one way or the other. In a in a way that only charming is that you that you wouldn't think he's like a frat guy, but you would definitely think he's like he's like somebody's older brother who was like the nice guy all the time that to the point where it was annoying, right? And this like, is didn't... just the Prince Charming. <laughs> like actually the Prince Charming. And his password is password. <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, I feel like uh, Regina's would be a, like a like a fancy play on on some Apple thing. Yeah, you know? like yes. it would be like a but like a badass one. I like the idea of the sexy red thirteen or something. Yeah, <laughs> and then um, Grumpy would be like, "Why or even God. bother 12? Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah, the ang- angry dad screen name yeah. for sure. Uh, who else we got? Some like Archie's would be something highly intellectual. It would be like Freudian, blah blah blah, some stupid crap like, <laughs> like that. Make a wish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, what else do we got? Oh my gosh. Oh wait, what Granny's... do you think? August's. What about August? August oh, is a writer. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have to be something like he would always have an away message up with like a fucking oh yeah Freud like quote, a, like a Keats poet quote or yeah. something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, oh my god! See. No, charming wouldn't. Charming would just have an aim message that would be like gone for a hike, and it would the away message Shirtless. would be up for thirty <laughs> years because he's in a coma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I think Henry's would uh, ironically because uh, Jared Gilmore, who plays Henry, has a Twitch. Uh, he Twitch streams right now. Oh, and yeah. So I, f- I feel like his, even as a kid, would be like the the stupid gamer ones where like threes and ones are Bs. Like he would be spelling like letters out with numbers, yeah. you know, and they would be like upper and lowercase capitals and stuff. God, why did we do, what is wrong with us? Why did we do that? We did that so much. <laughs> we wrote, we wrote the, like the cool one. with a K. The dark, yeah. <laughs> no, or, no, the, the rumples would be not the dark one. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> that's a thing. Oh man, we should. Uh, we need to visualize that somehow. I feel like that would be great. Uh, speaking of which, I found uh, a, a fantastic. I think I took a picture of it. Uh, for for those of you who have been listening for a minute, you know that the origin story of this podcast really is rooted in Star Trek, right? Because I'm a big Star Trek fan. Um, you know, I was dad watches Star Trek, so like. I, you know, when we had first talked about... When you said this podcast was primarily based and rooted in, I was going to say hating our old podcast and starting one. Well, <laughs> okay. And you so went the, with so, Star Trek, and I was like, so the yeah, initial, that too, I guess. The I guess the initial motivation for starting the podcast was, yes, hating the other podcast, but, but, the, but what we were going to do, like we wanted to make a podcast, but then what we were going to make, I guess, was Star Trek. <laughs> I went a different direction with that. I apologize. Uh, it's because I'm stalling because I'm looking through my photo album to try and find this picture. Here it is. Um, so Star Trek and other fantasy lore, right? Um, it was the uh, Star Trek space fantasy translation, right? So it's like a, a bunch of fantasy stuff. And then the Star Trek equivalent of that. And I saw somebody put this up for Once Upon a Time for the fantasy Once Upon a Time crossover. Yeah. And I, I forgot to grab it, so I'm going to go find it. But the, this Star Trek space fantasy version, right? It would be like 
um, orc, like for those of you in like Lord of the Rings, like the orcs, like they're really crazy, ugly ones with long hair. They love to fight. And then on the right side, it says space orc and it's Worf from, <laughs> from Next Generation. <laughs> and they keep going. It's like human, space human a human it's like Riker or something yeah. and it'd be like goblin and then space goblin and it's like the Ferengi right of from Star Trek um, and they just keep going and going and going like the wizards and whatever and yeah. the space translation so there's a once upon a time fantasy version of that translating to like the space version of like Regina being crazy or like the dark one is like Q and like all these like I, I love that kind of stuff yeah. you know like like the the uh, because of the ensemble so I love the idea that we would create something like that as like all of their headshots of like what their profile right. picture would be in MySpace and then what their their MySpace name would be or their aim name. Um, so I think we're going to, maybe we'll play a little arts and crafts and we'll do that just for oh funsies. Gosh. I think that'd be like, that feels like a fun Canva project. I was going to say, right? I'm going to break out my Canva. No, we, we got to do it. Uh, so our last one uh, is the second, the follow-up from Tanneran uh, a few days later. So here we go. Hi, it's Tanneran. Penran, by the way, Google decided this one was just, that's not even a word now. This is Penran. No. Okay. I, okay. Let me preface all of this by saying I, 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 I feel really bad for the just slander of Snow White, not what she's getting right now. And the only reason why <laughs> is because as a person who is also borderline toxic positivity, um, I disagree. I understand her point of view. <laughs> and I say this as a person, literally, like, that's my number one thing. My friends are like, oh, my God, you're always happy. Like, how are you always happy? Like, I never understand it. And so one of my best friends is not. Like, I don't know if you know anything about Enneagram. So I'm a seven, which means we're always pretty optimistic. We're always like, people want to make sure everyone having a good time at the party. Whereas my one of my best friends is a four. And so she's very um, prides in uniqueness. She has a different outlook on everything. Like, they're typically a little bit more dark, a little bit more broody, which is funny for a person who's toxically po positive to be so close with someone who's not. So it very much mirrors the relationship between Snow and Regina. And so hmm. yeah. if you're someone who always tries to look for the best thing in the world, and that's how you process all of it, all of it, because um, that's how I do. I process everything as, like, okay, well, where's the positive in this moment? Like, what is okay? And I'm not saying that the way she approached it was, Good. I'm just saying that, like, I could see myself doing the exact same thing, and I, and I feel bad that everyone's giving her so much hate because I'm like, okay, good to know that if we ever end up in a curse, guys, you're gonna hate me. Gonna hate <laughs> no, me. So like, hey guys, we're we're alive and they're safe and we're safe and it's okay. And so, yeah. But I will say I do like that. Um, I feel like Regina. This is where like the character arc. Um, I appreciate because Regina is pretty much at this point, like, she no longer hates Snow for this flaw, right? Like, before it was like, oh, my God, Snow White, like, she sucks, so she's always happy, and it's so frustrating. Where now she understands, like, Snow is always going to be like this, so I can't, like, she's not going to stop unless she thinks that I, like, agreed with her. So she, like, she's like, you know what, I'm going to give her what she needs, and then I'm going to, like, deal with it on my own. I know that's not the healthiest, but, like, I appreciate it. Like, in the terms of her dealing with snow, if that makes sense. Just a little rambly. All I'm saying is that there are toxic positivity people out there who don't mean to be. It's just, you know, in, in, ingrained in us. So, and like, yeah. I don't know where I went with this. You don't have to play this on the air. Don't play this on the air, actually. Because I know you're reading this now. Just don't. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, okay. Back out. Wow. Okay, bye. Bye. Whoops. What a surprise on that one. What? <laughs> Listen, that was fantastic and also very well thought out. 
and totally true. No, like, I don't think Tanner Ann's toxic well, positive. Wait, wait, wait. I mean totally true in in that there's equal parts and that side is is yes. very easily represented in this idea. The idea that it's that's toxically positive. First of all, I don't think that I don't think Tanneran is No, and Tanneran has a sarcastic bone. Like Mary Margaret is just way too innocent and by the book for me. Like when she There is something in there that's weird. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That it's that, that's not it's the same. It's giving what's her name from Harry Potter and I'm going to get a lot of shit for this one. The uh we all hate her. Harry Potter? Uh the 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 pink woman? Yes. You're talking about? Yeah. Um, I, uh, I forget. But I know who you're talking about. Thank you. If she has the cat pictures on the yeah. wall. Yeah, yeah. Her. The creepy that woman. Mary Margaret gives off her vibe sometimes. No, but she's like super evil. Mary Margaret's no, not evil. No, no, like surface level naive. her, where she's like the... <laughs> oh, oh, the bubbly thing? Yeah, yeah. Creepy. Uh, honestly, it, it's... I don't think you, and honestly to a degree, or Snow... It are toxically positive. I think we are are toxically cynical. <laughs> and so Whatever. we're like, because if we were, if nah. we, no, I don't, I don't think it's bad. It's just, that is how you and I are very much the same, where we're a little bit skeptical. We're a little bit like, uh, like that, like that doesn't vibe, which is Mackie's funny. Mackie's nicely that, saying that we're fucking haters. I mean, we are. And that's a, that's I'm a, a part of our hater. personality. I would get hater that tattooed very on me. Haters. Yeah, like literally. Um, and, and it's just like how we process things. And like we said, we're from the Northeast. So like, I don't know, there's a certain amount of like that. Like that's how we process emotions is a lot through aggression a little bit. Sometimes it's aggressive love, aggressive, make fun of people. Aggra- like, but whatever, whatever we do, we do aggressively. That's just that's yes. just a part of how we grew up. Yes. Um, and so when when we get what appears to be toxic positivity to, it's too much for us right because we're always just like we're, we're gritty you know we're, cats. we're a little bit yeah yes yes we are yes it's a little yeah i want you to love me but not not it's like too that. much like <laughs> yeah back up um so i but i i look at something like this and i completely in 100 percent respect this viewpoint i know there are other people out there who disagree with our take on snow who you're who so feel brave like <laughs> this this like thing that she's doing to say what is the positive thing in this moment is really not a bad thing to do in real life mm-hmm. it's definitely okay we don't vibe with it but it doesn't mean Listen, it's a bad I'm, thing i'm to good do. i'm good i've made my peace with mary margaret i mean we'll, we'll see we haven't seen her in a while so <laughs> we'll see We'll see when we, when we get back into it. Um, but no, again, this show, on the show, there is room for this viewpoint and yes. ours and all the other ones in yes. between. And so I I, I don't, I, I like this approach um, of, you know, like the fact that toxic, the, the quote unquote, like toxic positivity people don't necessarily mean to be toxically positive, which I think is the definition between overly positive people and toxic positive yes. people, right i think this is just overly positive people right um i think the difference between the toxic people is because is right there is the fact that the people who don't mean to do it are inherently not toxic they're just being positive because yeah. that's just who they, that's the enneagram that they are that's the personality type that they are and it just sort of rubs you know is is abrasive to the people of other personality types but it doesn't make it the wrong thing to do you know you're what incredible I mean? in court <laughs> abrasive 
I mean, because it's a thing, like, it bothers us, but, like, we could be around other people that it doesn't bother at all. Like, this is a perfect example. We get along with Taryn just fine. We have a very similar sense of humor from her, and, like, we've talked off the air, and all, right? But to her, it's, it, like, rep it, she can see herself in it. Yeah! Right? And for us, we do not see ourselves in Snow no. at all. We see ourselves in, like, Hook, <laughs> like, and, like, and, like, the villains, and, like, sometimes Rumpel, and, you know, like, and, and, and Regina, to a degree, like, we super stand Regina because she's broody August, the broody people, because we're kind of a little bit emo, right? I feel like Neil. And, and Neil, and, yeah, Neil, very balanced, right? And even Emma, Emma's the opposite direction. Emma is overly paranoid. I, and, like, like feel even more a lot us. like Emma a lot of the time, you know, yeah. the trauma. Well, doesn't trust a lot. Yes, is but a she's, bitch. A, she's a little bit more than what we. No, yeah, be, I think I think she's like an extreme We'd be version like of me. A very yeah, yeah, a very extreme. But I see myself in her more than I would see myself in Mary Margaret. In a yeah, yeah, agreed. And th and that's just and that's actually what is the one of the coolest parts like about the show. Who are you in the show? Exactly. Exactly. What I was just about to say is is because of the nature of the ensemble of the show, you everyone can find themselves in somebody. Right. Some people are Archie. They're just in the background. They don't speak up a lot, and they ha and they want to help people, but they don't want to be the hero. They don't want to be. They're not the Gryffindors. They're not the people who who are like trotting out into danger to go help. They're not that. They just want to care. Right. Um, I have no idea what house I would be in. Oh, I'm straight up Ravenclaw. All I've way. never taken like a quiz or anything. I don't know. So what's cool is if you do Divergent and you also do Harry Potter, it gives you a little bit of a spread, and usually they link up because huh. because all of those house like separation things yeah. are, are basically the those personality for tests, each one right? are the same. Yeah, it's the same thing, right? You have the the super brave, you know, fearless people. You brave, have those loyal, and true, sneaky, you know. Uh, um, uh, what are they, ambitious, you know, to a fault people yeah. uh, seeking power. You have the super smart people and you have the super farmy people of the earth. Like that's really what it is, you know, for the most yeah. part. And the Hogwarts houses are exactly the same. They're all just personality tests hidden in, in literary references. Yeah, I have no um, idea. Which, actually, that would be a really fun game to play as which house would each character in this show be? Oh, yeah. Because that's that right there is the point is is some houses just don't get along with others because of that personality type that you would be. And and so it's just one of those, you know, like we we are not actually, I think, in some ways we are a little bit Slytherin. -y. <laughs> like, I'm not talking Dark Lord Slytherin. I'm not talking like like there were so many Slytherins that whole time. And Voldemort's doing this whole thing. And they're like, look. I'm I'm not with them. Yeah. I like the whole Death Eater thing. Like I'm the different kind of Slytherin than that. Like that was that's not what I signed up which, for. Which yeah, which is where I think I would lie because I think I would get along more with them over in their house than rather than like being in Gryffindor and them just always wanting like Gryffindor is toxically positive. You know what I mean? Well, like, if yeah, to a degree. Yeah. Not not like a, in a bad way, but you know what I mean. Like they don't. They're just always like gung-ho and i'm like don't yeah, you yeah, ever yeah. just want to chill like don't you want to I mean, read a book and hang out like i am somebody at hogwarts that would would literally run in the other direction if i saw harry or ron or hermione anywhere i'd be like these guys do way too much all the time and they just need to take a seat i feel like we would be the kind of people to be like i don't really belong in any of the houses i'm kind of my own thing like, <laughs> like i would be somebody who would walk in on the first day and i'd sit down and harry would walk in and i'd sigh i'd be like oh fucking course he's in this class like and now i know like i'm at risk every single day that something's gonna happen because know, harry fucking potter sitting here 
Do you know what's hilarious? I am now reading through the books because I have this hope somehow that after reading the books that you and I will be able to watch the movies together and have discussions on like the differences between the book and the movie and like the, the things that it adds yeah. to it. And I just finished Goblet of Fire and I'm moving on to Order of the Phoenix. And that is when we get into the side character yeah. uh, stuff that they kind of do really pull away from the movie. But in the books, the like the some of those side characters, especially in like divination, they 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 go back to those classes all the time. And some of these side students are hilarious because they're just like Harry Potter's just passing out in class again and it's always some big drama. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, I'd be so annoyed. I'd be like, my parents think- paid thousands of dollars for me to be here and you're all fucking off trying to kill the Dark Lord. Like, this is stupid. We're kids. I, uh, We're fourteen. I think I I think I mentioned this book before on the air. Uh, it's called Red Shirts. Another Star Trek reference. I'm sorry. Uh, John Scalzi wrote a book called Red Shirts, which is literally oh you did talk from about the, that yeah from the point of view of the non main characters of Star Trek. Right. So like the the in the book when they're in the TV show that you're watching something takes over and like everything's in danger and and the main characters are all doing all these crazy things well the book is a, that only happens for like a couple days and then there's months of nothing and so the book is about what happens in between the quote-unquote tv episodes and he's always point like and from their standpoint like since they're not the main characters uh they're just like why are they always just like running into danger and doing all these things yeah it's actually they made a show called lower decks the lower decks it's on paramount plus which is about the the other characters in the show and i feel like that's where we fall is you and i are in the like you know area of we're the non-main characters that are constantly wondering why the main characters are doing so much like we're 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 the people of the village (laughs) in in storybook i feel like um i feel like like i'm the kelly kapoor kelly kapoor i don't understand the reference from the office oh you gotcha yes 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 that's that's per, that's dead, pretty dead on, you know. We're like the we're like we're not we're not background characters. We're secondary characters. Yeah. So we're still a part of the whole thing, but I we're come not in, like the main. People I say a funny thing. Like, I do a little dance. I leave. Yeah, and then you like yeah. Uh, so I I I like engaging in this conversation, Tanneran, because this is this this gets to represent. So because we're hosting the show, so you're only hearing our opinion, except when people call in like this. This represents the other side of the opinions that are not ours, which is a part of the story too. And I mm-hmm. like that that that's why we did the storybook daily mirror. So it wasn't just our opinion. Everybody gets to kind of chime in on how they interpret yeah. it. Some you people guys came agree with, with the us, heat. Oh yeah, this 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 was a really really good one. That was basically all of August's uh, run, and so uh, next week we'll do September, yeah. and then we'll get back into our real time voicemails and uh, texts, which I am very excited for. Um, but we uh, do have so thank one you more. all yes. for your amazing, lovely, beautiful, incredible contributions. We love you so much. Now let's talk to the class clown. Okay, so we... (laughs) Bing bong. Another bing bong. Don't worry, buddy. Don't worry, buddy, sweetheart. That's my Uh, attitude going into this last portion of the Storybook Daily Mirror. Thank you. Okay, so the last portion of the Storybook Daily Mirror is a review that we got. Now, (laughs) uh, I'm creating an entire segment based on this. We got... uh, There is a slight 
slight, a small, it's the only, this is the only preface I'm going to give this. There's a slight possibility that we misinterpreted the tone of the review that we got in uh, this, this last month. I'm guessing, however, that we didn't. Uh, so I, because I'm, because like we mentioned, I'm a Northeastern asshole, <laughs> I'm making a bit out of it. So, um, I don't have a little stinger for it yet. I want to see if it takes off, but I'm calling this next segment on um, the, the hater hoedown. Okay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is, this is what we're doing. Um, so we've, we've had this before and we went on a big Instagram rant about this because I forget someone went after Megan or somebody. It was weird. It was like some nonsense that we got. And we were like, look, don't, don't come in here with that kind of energy. Right. Because anybody can disagree with us. We just talked about it just now. Uh, but for this one just didn't sit right with us. It didn't feel, it, it wasn't like rude or offensive, but it, we okay. were just like kind of wild. You know what the problem was? It was wishy-washy. That's my real problem with forth. this. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna read it. I don't, you don't have to, because we have a we have a whole bit associated with this. Okay, okay? never this mind. Is, this is this is the hater hoedown. You ready? <laughs> You're gonna love this. Anytime we get reviews like this, this Not is how it's me. gonna go down. All right, here we go. Ready? This two-star review came in from username Mrs. Shia. The title is "Keeping an Open Mind." Spoilers: This review does not. Listening to S1E1. Love the format and of course OUT. I hope you love the show too and cease going down the bitter route in future epis, harshly critiquing and pointing out every flaw in the show. I like the Easter eggs, lost references. One party seems to point them out. The other party kind of brings down the delight of the show, for what? The other party then follows that lead. It's make-believe. Take it for what the show is. Let us enjoy the magic of this show without the constant put-downs and negativity. I for one would love to enjoy this rewatch with but if all we hear is that's cringe, that wouldn't happen. Yes, we know. That's why we watch. I hope the one improves. And that's how I announced that I was fired from... The Storybook Circus. <laughs> I am uh, constantly, and I quote, bringing the party down. Oh, guys, this was. Uh, let me, let me, let me tell you why. I'm. We're gonna get on a little soapbox for a second. Let me tell you why this is a little bit annoying. Um, it's because th this is the sentence that really hit it for me. Let us enjoy the magic of this show without the constant put downs and negativity. Let me tell you something about how the internet works. Okay, so you can do little clickety clacks on your keyboard and go to fucking anywhere in the world on the internet. Anywhere, anywhere you want. You can go on your phone. You can choose out of. Millions of podcasts. Just don't listen to our show if you don't like the style of humor and interpretation that we're doing from the show. Don't tell me that I am not allowing you to enjoy the magic of the show because of our constant put. Like, that's literally, that's just an opinion. That is an opinion. You cannot just say, I hope this one improves. And what improves? Our opinion of the show is not improvable. No it's one. just a thing. I didn't like, even get branded with a name. Oh right, the one. like the yeah the 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 one party and the other this were, this is so confusing to me and also the like, yeah no so I this like is the my... Easter egg I like the lost references I'm I'm I don't know how to feel about this so 
my beef here is not that you don't like the show. Genuinely love whatever journey you're on. If you don't like the show, that's fine. Whatever. Move on. Okay. It's saying titling it keeping an open mind. And then you dog us for a whole time. I literally made, but, I made this this robot lady say, keeping an open yeah. mind, spoilers, this review does not. But then, like, on top of it, you start off the review with listening to season one, episode one. So, wait. So, so that also means that you stopped in the middle of the first episode and th- came yes. over here and gave us two stars and then said, I hope this improves because if all we hear is that cr- that's cringe, that wouldn't happen. Yeah, we know it's make believe i'm like dude i want to know your definition of open because it sounds like you're barely have your eyes cracked like yeah if and i want to be clear that this is not because we cannot handle constructive criticism this is not because we can't handle someone who doesn't agree with us or someone who doesn't i have handled respectful constructive criticism for 60 episodes now Uh, yeah we've had people who like us, people who just met us, people say, you have a different take than... In fact, we've had people, first time listen to the show, first time contribute to the Storybook Daily Mirror, who say, I don't agree with you know your take on this, but that's okay. We've had people who listen to it for a long time say, whoa, you're really you know hating on my favorite character. Let's all remember, uh, like even according to this review, that this shit is make-believe. This is for ha-has, guys. This, they made this show for entertainment. Like, we don't have to go into a whole, And like, we don't care if you don't like the show. None of our friends no. or family listen to this show, okay? No. Like, if we had problems, we'd start at the home, home with it. You know what it's I mean? Just, like, it, it's the way that it was presented, and it was uh, hypocritical. It was, it was back and forth. It was wishy-washy, and I don't vibe with that. This is why I call say this the hater Say what you want to say with your whole chest. Right. I say I call this the hater hoedown because this is this this is my equivalent to celebrities reading uh, hate tweets on like Jimmy Kimmel. Oh my gosh, my fave. Yeah. <laughs> that's what that's that's why I did it with the robot voice because and like this stupid shit. Like this is hilarious to me. Yeah. It's just like clown music because that's that's what this is. It's just, just like you just you're acting like a silly little goose. So is, we're gonna have to treat you like a silly little goose. Unfortunately, this is a joke. This is a joke. Yeah. Um. And and honestly, like, go make your own podcast. We can do whatever the fuck we want. This is our podcast. Like, we can just go away. <laughs> and the two, it's it's the fact that it was two stars. No, I leave. I'm leaving this. You can't do anything. But like, put this two star uh, review up, and it's it'll there. Be on the front it's page there. Of our thing, you can see it. And our reviews are now four point nine, and they're now five out of five. And I hope you feel so proud of yourself for knocking us down a whole tenth of a percent. But like, anyone who looks at this and sees all these five star reviews about what we are and what we do. Seeing this is like seeing that one Amazon review or that one Yelp review of that person who says, this is a shitty product because when I got mine, it was broken. You're like, maybe that's just one. <laughs> like, yeah. Why are you saying the product sucks? Because yours came, like you have a customer service problem. So this sounds like a you problem. And like, if this is some random hater who's just trying to disrupt our shit, I'm just going to make a bit out of it and make it funnier. So Knock yourself out. Yeah, like we're good. <laughs> we're okay with it. I don't care. I'm just gonna I'm gonna make it funny and it's good. You know why? Because we have plenty of evidence of people who are like enjoying what it is. So then clearly this is not if you are the kind of person who can't stand people who say that's cringe, then you can just keep I going. also I can almost guarantee you without a doubt I've never said that. That we have never said that. I, I just, I, let the record, somebody can call oh, me out. If somebody has heard God. me say that's cringe, like, I'll take it, but I don't like that word. 
Guess what? I say cringy, but I've never said like that's cringe. Like that's like saying chuggy. I hate that word too. Oh no, hell no. I'm gonna sample this from this episode and I'm gonna turn it into a soundbite and we're gonna we're gonna you know, we're gonna turn it into this thing. That was cinema, baby. That's, that was good. We're gonna make it one of those. Like, Just wait till <laughs> you hear the audio message Mackie has to pull out from pre-recording cause Oh well, yes, that's also true. That was that was absolute gold. Um, anyway, uh, I love that for you. Have a good journey. Uh, we'll see you never. Silly little goose. And we will continue doing whatever we want. And uh, if you like it, then you can stay. And if you don't, you can go find another podcast to listen to. Wait, who will you know what I just enjoy about? whatever be, you want? No, I'm sorry, I'm going off the deep end. I'm going to tell you guys anyway. <laughs> what if Mackie and I got shirts? And his, it's his. Mackie says, "I like the Easter eggs, lost references. One party seems to point them out, and my shirt will say the other party kind of brings down the delight of the show for what." <laughs> it feels like the girls who get, uh, who get trolled on Twitch because they're like hot girls on the internet, and then some stupid thirteen-year-old will come. Yeah. In there. Also, the fact. I'm sorry. Your name on here is Mrs. Shaw, so I'm assuming. I'm assuming here, so maybe I'm making an ass out of myself, but I'm assuming that you are a woman and you're yeah, hating on another girl. Yeah, it feels what is like this for? We're on the same team. Well, <laughs> this is also a free podcast, so there's enough <laughs> misogyny out there. Why you gotta yeah. do why you gotta do me like that? We're supposed to build each other up. We're supposed to be closing that pay gap. Yes, that's all. <laughs> I'm so mad right now. Get, get it, girl. This is a girl and girl crime right now. Don't Stay on that soapbox. Okay. Uh, it, I, I, we're not actually that bent out of shape. It was just funny, but it, it's, it's that the, was a bit Ty. The idea, the idea that the telling me that uh, you don't like how my opinion is. Yeah, so you just I like can't tell me my it. opinion is wrong. It's an opinion. Yeah. Like take it for what the show is is telling me that my interpretation of the show is not good enough for you, which is fine go away because <laughs> i'm not show. going to change my opinion because you're bullying me nice try um yeah so anyway hater hoedown will be a bit now and if you want to come in and troll try we don't we don't want that though <laughs> we're just gonna clown you it's not gonna matter because we have we have our audience we have our we community. want to make new friends and keep the old because one is silver and the other's gold <laughs> The world is round. It has no oh. end. That's how long I want to be your friend. <laughs> I can't find the appropriate sound effect for this. <laughs> Thank you for being a friend. On my honor, I will try. <laughs> to serve God in my country. <laughs> to help all people at all times. And to live by the Girl Scout law. I was going to say it sounds very If that was like the act. You have to, now she's got to look it up <laughs> just to make sure. While she's looking it up, I will close out the Storybook Daily Mirror. Guys, that was also for hahas. It wasn't honor, fake. I will try it was to serve God <laughs> in my country to help people at all times and to live by the Girl Scout law. That was pretty good. I'm good. I that got that great. word for word. You crushed it. Um... It's for ha-has, because normally we would just not even read a review like that, and you just find it organically, and we would ignore it. But frankly, uh, you know, 
that stuff is out there. You can't stop it. We might as well lean in. It's fine. It's it's just what it is. And this is what happens when you tell other people on the internet what your opinion is, is someone is going to be mad that you did that. They don't care about the opinion. They're just mad that you did it. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, the keyboard warriors, if you will. They're usually on Facebook. I don't know how they strayed away from, from Facebook political talk long enough to listen to our podcast or re- write that review. Uh, but, you know, did. here we are. But they did. It's okay. Um, it's fine. So our show pre-show. Let's talk about the reason why you're really here. And if you've gotten this far and you're like, I don't like the take of these people, just go away now. And then you don't have to waste your time. Like, listen if you to listen to 61 episodes and then you decided that you didn't like us today, uh, that was, change it up. You yeah, know what? It's yeah. fine. And also maybe, like, go talk to somebody. <laughs> you, probably, you probably have bigger problems. Maybe go touch grass. Bye. Uh, season... <laughs> <laughs> Season three, episode 15 is entitled Quiet Minds. I wish I had a quiet mind. Over. I wish Mrs. Shaw had a quiet keyboard mind. What? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just rambling now. Uh, the character backstory we're looking at now is Belle and Neil Cassidy, which is an odd pairing this week. It seems Spoiler, guys. Neil and Belle hooked up before Belle and Rumpel oh. got together. Tell your friends. Bam, bam, bam. Uh, last week, as we recall, was my birthday episode, March 23rd. Uh, this one is March 30th, 2014. That just feels like yesterday and also 25 years ago at the same time. It's so bizarre, like how how that is. Uh, it's written by, hey, repeat writer, Whoa. Kalinda Vasquez. Yay. <laughs> Directed by Eagle Eggleson. Eggle, Eggleson. Eagle. I, d- yeah, Eagle. First name Eagle. Let's, can I see what you look like? Oh my God! Can can you? Did you look at that? No. Look at this. this. This guy with a giant beard. He looks like Gandalf. This is crazy. His name is and Eagle. And his name is and his name is Eagle. I mean, this guy's name I believe is definitely it. Eagle. Um. Oh, he. Oh, wait, wait. I want to read this because his name is uh Dutch. It looks like Iceland. Eagle Orn. I don't know how to pronounce the like O with the two dots. Eagle. So it's E G I L L. Um. In a, a place in Iceland, I cannot pronounce R E Y K J A V I K. Reykjavik. Reykjavik. That's the capital. Reyk- is it like I know the capital of Iceland? Is it That's not? not a thing Am that's I in wrong? My brain. I have no idea. I've never heard of this word, so it's I have Reykjavik. no idea. It's beautiful. No, I'm a stupid American who doesn't know anything about other countries. That's like my thing. Reykjavik, I was right. You did it. You are very cultured, Isla. I'm very proud of oh you. Oh my gosh. I, I sound like a, a moron, white so. woman. You white killed it. Uh, all right. Eagle Egg- Eggleson and then Kalinda Vasquez, who's done uh, a bunch of episodes we love that her. we have loved. Uh, as a writer, season two did Into the Deep, Tiny, Selfless, Brave, and True. Uh, and in season three, up until this point, Lost Girl and Dark Hollow were also both uh, Kalinda Vasquez. The synopsis reads as follows. Neil finds himself back in Storybrooke. I honestly don't remember where we are in the show because it's been no. so long. Neil, Neil finds himself back in Storybrooke. I'm like back in Storybrooke. Where was he? I don't know where he was. Oh, wait. You're in- oh, yeah. I thought he was like a dead flying monkey at this oh, point. Oh, was he with uh, yeah, uh, was he with uh, Aurora and Philip maybe? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. And you, this is hilarious that we're like, I don't remember. And yearns for a way to reconnect with his son Henry, whose memories of his father are gone. Okay, right. Henry's 
got right. and, uh yes. why is this oh oh because he and emma he's didn't not have cursed yeah whatever it's all coming back to me guys it's coming back to me uh while also trying to find his own father rumpelstiltskin they're reminding he has us. just learned why is they, alive they're reminding us like we don't know who the characters are this is like uh yeah like last season on this is what what we missed on glee uh so rumpelstiltskin is alive but missing and he's looking for him regina discovers a possible connection with robin hood uh, meanwhile in the fairy tale land that was over the past year I hate that. Agonizing over the death of his father, Neil, with the help of Belle. Oh, there you go. And the a, enchanted candelabra Lumiere, a little Beauty and the Beast in there, attempts to find a magical solution to bring back Rumpelstiltskin from the dead. I just have to read that sentence over and over again. I don't remember what Rumpelstiltskin is dead in the fairy tale land flashback. I don't Why know. Why did it make it here. seem like Neil was Lumiere's dad in that sentence? Uh, agonizing over the death of his father, Neil, with the help of Belle and Oh, Lumiere I was reading it to... as agonizing over the death of his father, Neil, with the help of Oh, oh that <laughs> Lumiere is, the, like, Lumiere's father was Neil? Commas are <laughs> your friend. <laughs> Commas. Grammar. Uh, let's talk production notes. Production notes. Production notes are notes about the production. Take it away, <laughs> The title card. We always talk about the title card first because it changes every week. This week, it features Lumiere. Uh, which is very exciting. I'm uh, curious. As to, I don't remember, honestly, how they depicted him. Right. You know, I, only know, like, I only know two Lumieres, and it's cartoon Lumiere and live action. And live action uh, Ewan McGregor, which, by the way, was a fantastic live action Lumiere. It was very, it was, it was a little creepy. It was like gothic. I've talked about but it, it before. Was a, I've, it's know, my favorite, it's favorite live action. I've seen it four times in the movie theater. I, I love it. I need to give it another chance. I really do. Uh, real world facts. When Mary Margaret panics because she's unable to feel the baby moving, Zelina offers the the expecting mother a, a glass of orange juice after downing all of it mary margaret surprisingly feels a kick from the baby orange juice is in fact an effective wavy an effective way to get an unborn baby to move because of its high content of sugar which encourages fetal movement anytime i got nervous i would chug orange juice because i yeah. oh yeah it, because you know sometimes it's a real thing Sometimes they're just chilling and you bother yeah. the shit out of them and they don't care. Like I because yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I would just like poke. I'd be like, hello, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Right now? <laughs> Pay attention to me. Um, and if she would, t- she'd literally look the other way. So I'd be like, wake up. And I would down orange juice. I would eat a freeze pop. I would just eat something in high sugar. Interesting. And they will I, literally I, all of a sudden they'll be like, <laughs> really like zapped to life. So uh, I really like the real world. I think this is the first like real world facts bit we got on on Wikipedia, and I want them to do more of those. I like that. Yeah, a little fact checking. That's kind of cool. Oh, some hidden details. The hospital scene where Hook brings Neil Jello is a shout out to the deleted scene from In the Name of the Brother, where Hook is roaming around the hospital and expresses confusion at seeing this food product, <laughs> which is hilarious. <laughs> I think he calls it like something gelatin or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like, and it was a deleted scene, so it's, you know, it, but it's very hook. It's, it, yeah. And he was talking about baloney and the thing in the prison when he was, you but know, But it's in jail like, it's like, Emma. you know, thinking about a pilgrim showing up here today. What would they say to all of right. this whack shit? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Like, <laughs> uh, next, Zelina claims she'll have much more use for Mr. Gold's brain. Uh, obvious reference to the Scarecrow in The Wizard of Oz needing a brain. I like I like those are the kind of references that I really enjoy, the ones that are a little tongue-in-cheek, you know? Yeah. So that's a good one. Um, the container 
The container. Oh, sorry. This is out of order. The container of orange juice. This is in reference to the real world facts. I oh, oh, okay. Um, is a bottle of simply orange juice. Uh, Disney's choice of orange juice on property. Uh, <laughs> Notice mm-hmm. the shape and the green lid. The labels have been replaced for the show, although they have the same shape and placement as the ones on the original bottle. I we had literally just talked before as we were writing notes for this episode about how some of the points are stupid and like who really cares about this and as Isla was saying those words I was copying this bullet because I was like I freaking love Simply Orange Juice and I really want to see if this is true <laughs> like I put it in there so that I could like yeah, look see if it. we could point it out yeah because that's like my orange juice like I'm not a Tropicana girly I'm I am straight up simply simply drinks in general cranberry lemonade I only orange associate juice. I, it with Disney because I will grab it in the morning. Oh yeah, for breakfast like and from the resort food court or whatever. Oh and yeah, it, like I taste it and I'm like, that's a morning in Disney. Like, I, like, absolutely, that's morning. so funny that you associate that. Um, simply, uh, you would assume like that that sponsorship right has been going on for a long time, and this is very clearly an ABC show. So that yeah. kind of stuff would happen. That that kind of placement is very obvious. So let's see if we can notice the very obvious green lid and and bottle shape yep. of. Uh, this the id replaced uh simply oranges um all right uh, mysterious symbols oh that's right okay i put this one in this one's kind of goofy it's a little bit weird go with me for any of my people who love uh you know like runes and symbols and stuff okay so the symbols on the vault of the dark one it's actually kind of cool that we're going to see the vault of the dark one in this episode uh it includes uh, i'm going to butcher these uh to tomo a triketa and the triangle, the eye of providence, the pentagram, and the sun. Circling all those other symbols, this is the cool the cool little part of it. Circling all those other symbols is the Ouroboros, Ouroboros uh, which represents cyclicality, a circle, uh, especially in the sense of something constantly recreating itself, fitting for the vault of the dark one, which is constantly a cycle of different people always being the dark one. Yep. The picture of an Ouroboros is a snake eating its own tail. So it's it's always like constantly Oh, yep, going. yep, yep. So, so all these kind of uh, mysterious uh, sort of dark magic and wizard witchcraft kind of symbols. Because that's the same kind of symbol things. from Harry Potter too, right? With the dark mark? With the uh, snake? Not that, uh, but, the, oh. but the Deathly Hallows, the circle in the Deathly Hallows represented the Sorcerer's Stone. Yeah. But the circle also represented like cyclical yeah. power. Oh, okay. Like, you know, going through. So... Yes, to a degree. Yeah. All, all magic and with the yin-yang light and dark thing, the dark part of it always has this kind of, you know, lore. Sith. So, so yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and and the, the constant cycle of master and apprentice and it keeps going through. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I like this kind of stuff because, you know, a, a set person put a lot of work into the kind of mis- mystery part of those darker characters. And obviously the dark one is like the most mysterious of all of them. Yeah. So these kinds of things are for anyone who knows anyone who's better at, you know, English and whatever these things are, you know, like who studies this kind of stuff. Please tell us more about what this is, because these are obviously important. Anyway, my favorite, our favorite segment, favorite segment in production notes is uh, something that requires background music. You ready? Okay. Belle is wearing a carbon multi-pattern sweater and a Burberry black zip detailed jersey skirt. Unfortunately, no longer available. Emma is wearing an equipment Oscar turtleneck cashmere sweater in Heather Gray. And I'd like to point out that it does not say it's no longer available. So 
Isla, you might be able to pick this up in the stores. And on the other hand, Regina is wearing a Joseph Women's Blue Cash Air scarf. No longer available. Roland's jacket is a kid's quilted barn jacket from J. Crew. How stylish. Uh, sadly, though, no longer available. And that was brand info. And that was production notes. I'm just vibing with the music right now. <laughs> production notes. That was great, guys. Wow. We did it together. Guys, I'm saying guys, like there's like a crowd of people in here. <laughs> Audience laugh. <laughs> Audience, <laughs> uh, I wish I had a laugh track. I need it. Uh, one day, one day, we're gonna. This is gonna be so awesome that we're gonna do a live version of this. We're gonna do it like all the other podcasts. We're gonna go rent out like a. Whole oh my gosh, guys! Room. I went and saw Violating Community Guidelines, the podcast live show. Oh my god, that's right! I Sorry. forgot that, that happened. Oh my god, it was incredible to be in the same Please? room as Brittany Broski and Sarah Shower. Yeah, tell I tell was everyone what this is for okay. people who. Uh, so, don't know. if you need a good podcast to listen to, um, these two internet celebrities Brittany Broski and Sarah Shower uh, if you were familiar with the app Vine back in the day they were huge Viners mm-hmm. um, YouTubers they're just great fucking the, people uh, the, the meme of the, the kombucha, kombucha girl. girl that's yeah, Brittany Broski that's, that was Brittany Broski um, they are best friends uh, possibly cousins they found out um, but anyway they live together and during the lockdown you know obviously a lot of their stuff halted because they are you know, influencers of some kind. Um, So they decided to start a podcast and it was called Violating Community Guidelines where they dissect the craziest shit on the internet. Every episode is a different topic. And I, this is a show that I religiously listen to every week and I cry laughing every single week because I just think it is so good. So anyway, they are big and they went on tour with their podcast and they came to Boston a couple weeks ago. So me and Marissa got to go and oh my gosh, it was yes. so freaking funny. And I just need to say that our, so like I said, every episode is a different topic and they record the episode live so you're participating in a podcast which is very cool and our topic because it was filmed it was recorded in boston they chose mark zuckerberg because he went to harvard (laughs) that's awesome and like you know we just dissected all the memes dissected him like is he really a lizard is he a robot it was (laughs) we took the we ended the uh, we ended the show with them taking like a BuzzFeed style quiz, answering as Mark Zuckerberg to find out what his furry identity would be. Oh my God. <laughs> That's hilarious. Like we That's all so group good. voted on what we would pick, like what would Mark pick? Like <laughs> That's that's so good. And you know what? You know what his animal came out to be? A dragon. A dragon. What's a dragon? A lizard. Oh yeah. Confirmation. He's a lizard. He's a lizard guy. He's definitely a lizard guy. Let's just let's be clear about that. Uh, right. So uh, our next segment is empty. What's in the hatch? Nothing. Nothing. No lost references. That's where we're at with this one. But we do have one returning. No, not next week, the week after. Doesn't matter. We'll have a couple episodes with no lost stuff. There's lost Easter eggs in there. Whatever. You listen to our show. You know how this works. Uh, so now the episode we will watch do a little watch party of the episode if you'd like to listen along with us and we can make our little comments like mystery science theater 3000 if you're into that kind of thing uh we have a couple of features of our watch party uh just a few we have a play and pause sound in case you are oh it didn't play that's fun 
Okay. So maybe we don't have a play and pause sound. It's fine. We will be playing and pausing the episode, but we won't really be pausing that much. So maybe that uh, particular sound effect isn't important. So that was a waste of time. Uh, but we also have something more important than that, which is a drinking game bell. Yes. That I've been previewing this entire time. Uh, and so when you hear the bell, take a drink of your favorite drink. Uh, alcohol, maybe not alcohol, maybe tea, maybe hot chocolate, maybe a little uh, cappuccino of your choice. I don't know. Maybe, well, I don't know what you're Whatever. into. Like, but it, it could be some chips. Yeah, some it cookies. could also be a snack. Could be a snack. Uh, or you can, you know, f- fix the old, uh, the hands like a fake drink. And yeah, you can do those, we accept it all. Like that, right? Or it's you could go back to the homage. iPod Touch days and download the beer app where oh my God. it just, you know, goes go, go, <laughs> you go, like go, tip go, it, go, You go, tip go, it up go, go, and go. the beer goes away. Can, I want to re-download that onto my like iPhone 14. That was like something I had on my iPhone 3G or something. That's <laughs> uh, I've, I forgot about that until this very moment when you reminded me. That's so funny. Um, I would like to give a very special shout out to our uh, friend and longtime listener, Agent Leo. Uh, He sent us an email uh, that, um, and I'd like to give an honorable mention because uh, I know know if Mel's listening, she also asked uh, and and volunteered to do this, which is very thoughtful. Uh, And it just so happens that Leo was uh, same page, thinking the same thing, um, uh, who just sent it in first. Sent in the uh, title of the episode reference. So we always play a little game at, at this part, right? Where we find the sentence in the show that is referencing the title of the episode. And we always get upset because one of us has to go look at who said the thing. And our little game is trying to figure out who said it in the yeah. show, right? But whoever pulled the quote knows who said it. They already saw the answer. So Leo was kind enough to uh, send us a couple episodes ahead of the title, the the sentence that references the title of the episode so that we could both play the guessing game of who said the title reference. I don't know, that took like seven sentences more than it should (laughs) have. to explain that. I don't know how I couldn't talk myself out of that trap. I'm like dissociating um, over here. <laughs> it's a mess. Uh, it's okay. Podcasts are hard, guys. Being on the radio is not easy. Uh, okay, so this week, <laughs> by the way, we play a game. Let's figure out who said the title. I'm going to cry. Uh, this week, the sentence It's just because is, I know how you feel. Like, sometimes I'll be talking and then I'm like, why are there so many words? I thought I this was resolved in so many less words than what's coming so out right now and then you just keep saying it because then you're like stuck thinking about it (laughs) and then i want to like reverse time and be like strike that from the record this is what i'm saying yeah uh okay thank you for thank you for being there for me in my embarrassing moments on the air uh uh, the the this week the sentence that is referring to the title of the episode which refresher it's quiet minds is the name (laughs) of the episode in case we did that was like three hours ago when we talked about that uh okay so it's no no not all right I can't quiet the voices. Neil. And there's exclamation points in every single one of these. You say Neil. No, no, not all right. I can't quiet the voices. That feels like rumple to me. (laughs) No, (laughs) you just shouted Neil for no reason. All right. uh, We have to write them down because we never remember. Neil Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. We have to say who said it and who they're saying it to. So everyone play along. No, no, not all right. I can't quiet the voices. Who do you think said it and who are they saying it to? Isla. To Belle no. and Lumiere. Belle to... Nice no, no, using Neil sim- to Belle oh. and Lumiere. Oh, Neil. Neil to Belle and Lumiere. Uh, okay, I say Rumple to Zelina. Okay. 
That's a nice spread. We're usually actually agree oh, on actually, this. Oh, actually, you're probably right. Is... <laughs> no, forgot, no, honestly. I forgot about the caged rumple thing. No, but there's, you know, there's a lot of other options here. We could both be wrong. That's the crazy part. Yeah. Uh, all right. So now we are done with our rambling. You can stop listening to us talk and we can actually hear the real show. Uh, for you, maybe you're binging and maybe you're listening to episode 60 and 61 right behind each other. I would like to remind everyone that it's been two months, so I don't remember anything that happened last time we watched the show. Uh, or maybe you were with us for this hiatus and you also don't remember what's going on and you'll just be right along with us. So let's together, let's remember. Remember where we were, uh, season three, episode 15, Quiet Minds. Previously on Once Upon a Time. Who were you back at our land? I was a midwife. Maybe Lord you give me some advice to allow me to introduce myself. Yes. You can call me Zelina. How many people do we know who can spend straw on the gold? I'm Postelsky. If you want privacy, talk fast. We open in 20, and no one gets between Leroy and his bacon. <laughs> Any sign about quarry? I went all over that farmhouse and the land around it. Nothing. Well, now that the sun's up, we should hit every place gold might go. His house, shop, his cabin. Because dead men love vacation homes. Can someone explain to me how this is even possible? We all Rude. saw gold. He disappeared into nothingness, I know. I might have an inkling. Also, why do they think he'd be well, hiding? When we went back to the enchanted forest, Neil was yeah, talking about weird. the possibility of getting his father back. What? How? He didn't know how, he just, he missed his family. He was desperate to find a way to return to this world. He believed that bringing his father back was the key. Well, if that was his plan, then obviously something went wrong because while gold might be alive and kicking, Neil is, he's, we don't know what he is. We don't even know if he made it back to Storybrooke. No one's seen him since this new curse. He's out there somewhere. With all due respect, we have bigger issues right now than who brought gold back. The fact that he was in the Wicked Witch's basement, for one. I want to know what the hell she was cooking up with him. Well, the best way to find that out would be to okay, ask Okay, Regina's gold, right? on the right track. Tell us who the witch is. Maybe yeah, I'll track so. her down. I'm going to head back to that farmhouse. It's possible this witch left behind some trace of potion or special ingredient. I got it. Just be careful. Well, Does she not know that she's her sister here? Right. Regina's under the curse, too. Okay, right. When I return the favor, I'm not pulling any punches. Now, is this Storybrooke? Yeah. I summon the Dark One. No? Yes? Yes. Rumpelstiltskin! Maybe? I don't know. <laughs> Because she already has him in the cabin. Right. Free and he knows far too much. So I guess Find he broke him, free. Beautiful one. Find him now. I guess. Okay. Confirmation. He has escaped. But when did that happen? <laughs> right. All right. Let's just uh, let's just go with the fact All that right. he's escaped. Lumiere. Lumiere. Is he gonna move? That's just a candelabra if he doesn't move. <laughs> <laughs> He's I'm just incognito. Saying. Yeah, <laughs> he's hiding. No, so I guess drink. How is that even possible? We were hoping you might be able to tell us that. You know him and the shop better than anyone. If he's in Storybrooke, there has to be a clue in here about how he got back or how we can find him now that he is. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll start looking right away. Keep your eyes out for him, too. If he comes into town, he'll... He'll come to me. Yeah, I know. 
I will stay here with you. <laughs> I love that. that look she gave you him. You will stay with me. He'll protect you if the witch comes. You do know he tried to kill me. No, there were extenuating circumstances. Twice. Sorry? You're not a charmer girl, don't you? This will be my way of making it up to you. Fine. I love Hook right, trying to act like an upstanding hey, guy. You, you know what I mean? That's like gonna a be my favorite man. scene. Oh yeah. Best tracker here. I know, but we'll manage. Remember what Zelina said, you need your rest. Did you see her wife speaking under her breath? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for your help. Don't worry, we're gonna find him. Okay. Okay, and then Thank benching you. Snow because she's pregnant. Did you expect anything different from Jarmy? Yeah, I know. It pisses me off, though. The way to resurrect him has to be here. Oh, don't worry. You really this believe isn't in him, something don't you? to bother a, I love a him. wife with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of him. Even, even the parts that belong to the darkness. Yeah, it took me a while to see past all that. The good man trying to get out. He did get out. Yeah. Did. Irony is now I need the dark part <laughs> in order to get to the ones I care about. What is that? Necklace. Rosemma's supposed to represent our life together. I don't know how it survived the trip. Because it was born out of true love. Now come with me. I think I know where we can find what we need. I like this look she's got right now. Is this, I forget, is this flashback? Is this a portal? This is, um, no, the Something year that was lost. I don't know what to call it. Oh, Anybody that's right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, some of the dark one too. Hey look, there's a three candle, candle. Where do we start? One shelf at a time. Who could it be? Hello there. Yes. Did you, uh, you say something? <laughs> Did you say something in a weird French accent, <laughs> Neil? Introduce myself. Oh, now, what? No need to be frightened. Okay, that's cool. I am but a humble servant of this castle. My name is Lumière. So he's just in the smoke of the candelabra. He's not the candelabra oh, like the cartoon. Right. That's that's a really cool oh, way to, yeah. to show him. So now we're back in Storybrooke. It's him. It's Someone has broken in. Bell, of course, runs directly into danger. It is Neil. Oh. Not Rumpelstiltskin. Neil. Although I feel like they cut in sound of... It sounded like Rumpel's... Oof. Like Robert Carlyle? Yeah, like, <laughs> like it sounded like... I wonder if they did that on purpose. Mm. Were you out all night? I never heard you come in. I was working, but I got you breakfast because I am super mom. Some cocoa and a sesame bagel. That's a bagel? Bro. Sorry, kid. We're not in Manhattan anymore. Listen. <laughs> that's, a, that's better Are than a Florida bagel. Going okay. I was going to say, that did look bad. Yeah. Calm down. You remember Leroy, right? Maine has good bagels, too. Like, all yeah. of New England has good okay. bagels. Because mm -hmm. I love fishing. Not because I believe you. What? You know you're not fooling me. Right? Something's up. I'm working a case. You know how I get focused. No, it's more than that. It's this town. All these old friends you've never mentioned and people whispering around me all the time. There's something that you're not telling me. 
It's a dirty business being a bell bonds person. I don't want to soil your sweet head. You're not getting off that easy. If you can't tell me the truth, then I want to go home, back to New York. Sorry. Hello? What? I'll be right there. Classic call away. Mom, really, what's going on? You got me, okay? Something is up, and it just got even more complicated, so for now, can you just trust that I'm doing what's best, and I'll fill you in later? I trust you. That is a fair way to handle that situation. I was just going to say that. You don't have to lie. You don't have to make up a big story. You can just, you don't also have to give yeah. away the farm. You can say, I can't tell you, what but happened? trust me. That, She's, I think that's fair. And she didn't lie. She said, you're right. I, I'm validating your feelings. I, I so she didn't make him feel crazy. Yeah. And next thing I know, I'm running around a forest back in Storybrooke where apparently there's been a whole lot going on. Are you going to tell him or shall I? Tell uh, me what? You're a you monkey, are. dude. Yeah. You think your dad's back? Oh, and that too. <laughs> I just watched him die. What do you mean he's back? Take it easy. What the hell is that? No idea. Oh yeah, is I got caught in Home Alone for a second, and I tried to oh. get into the McAllister's house, and he burned <laughs> the doorknob. Sure, I'll send you the picture. Okay. Hey guys, can we? Uh, we have a minute. Yeah, of course. So he's obviously just a monkey. Is he though? Or is the monkey someone else? That's Isn't that what his branding is for? Have you remember me? It's oh yeah, yeah. Maybe. Has it really been a year? Yeah. When can I see Henry? No, I don't. I know. Okay, I know. I can't just come barging back into your life. No, but it's that's not that. My memories came back, but his. He doesn't remember anything. Okay, Curse listen, Neil looks really life. great, though, for sending in a hospital bed right now. <laughs> he does. He does. <laughs> what does he know about his father? What I knew until about a week ago, which was that you let me go to jail and never came back for us. Yeah, but I didn't have a choice. You know that. Yeah, I, I do know that now, but I didn't during that whole year. So my son has no clue who I really am. He just thinks I'm the jerk that abandoned him. We have to get his memories back. We have to fix this. There has to be somebody who can... The Blue Fairy or, or my father that... He was really happy in New York with our life. You know why I to get his memories back? Maybe that's for the best. But I'm his father. I want him to know who I am. I don't understand. I've dusted every nook and cranny in this place. She's so asking something she shouldn't be asking. Never crossed. Emma? It's a yeah. big castle. And I was woefully underutilized. Sadly, I only awaken when my candles are lit. His Those accent are the rules of my punishment. Is impact. Punishment by who? Whom do you think? Does he even know where he is? Rumpelstiltskin, of course. I love Hugh McGregor a lot, but that live-action version, I, 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 I do wish the Lumiere was at least sounded like this. He's not here, is he? No, he's, he's dead. The more Lumiere sounds like he will refuse to seat me at a fancy French restaurant, the more I like him. Yes, I agree. You gotta help us. If you don't, I'll never see my family again. Boo-hoo. Why should I help resurrect the man who put me in this wax prison? The Rumpelstiltskin. That's really good. This guy is awesome. seemed cold and hard, but he's changed since then. 
If you help us, I know he would restore you to your human form. Please. And what a cool way to have him like appear ominous like this. Yeah, this is Instead such of, an like, interesting take on Lumiere. Yeah, yeah. I've never, yeah, it's I'm surprised this is the only the dark one. So crazy book with crazy writings. Oh, this is the one with all the symbols on it. With the, with the cyclical the Yes. Hiding spot. Hey, look at that. That's the thing on his hand. What is this? It's a key to the vault of the Dark One. The vault of the Dark One? Where the first Dark One was made. The first Dark born One. Born out of the, well, darkness. If you wish to bring back Rumpelstiltskin to life, it is where you must go. Will you guide us on our journey? If your promises that the Dark One will return me to my human form are true... Based on what? Then yes. I will. Because they told you he would? Like, what? <laughs> First thing in the morning. I know, like, he's oh, really putting so all of his eggs in one basket. God, that's so good. These visual effects this episode are... Very cool. Very impressive. Nice. Oh. Nicely done. I don't think they suspected you for an instant. Oh. Which says more about them than it does about you. That Belle isn't as smart as she thinks. And that son of his, <laughs> dumber than a box of hair. They are merely desperate to bring back their Rumpelstiltskin. Not only desperate, blind. Release me. I have aided you enough. I'd watch your tone, Candle. There's more to be done, and you shall do it. Unless you desire being the wax seal on an envelope. I'd side Whoa, with the people who were nicer to you and well, then promised to let you out. Seriously. But I am here to tell you that there is no need to be anxious when you haven't felt your baby move for a while. It doesn't mean a thing. Orange juice. Here. Oh my god. Very much and so Dana? simply made. That's a hundred percent simply orange juice. Babies move less right before you go into labor. The so green lid and everything. closer to delivering than we think. Oh, maybe. Maybe I'm just anxious because of everything that's going on. With getting ready for the baby, I mean. Drink an orange juice with snow. And the wicked witch. Cheers. Everyone in town's talking about it. Have you found out anything more about her? No. And I'm cooped up here while everyone else is out there working hard to find her. Hey. No one is working as hard as you are right now. I mean, you're creating a whole new person. <laughs> now drink up. The stealing your baby thing makes me so uncomfy. Like every time yeah. I do this in movies and TV shows of like a bad guy getting close to like a pregnant woman or a, somebody's like really young kid is just so heebie-jeebie to me for yep. some reason. Oh, wow. <laughs> Works every time. <laughs> You're amazing! Your little prince or princess could be here any day. I am not letting you have this baby without me. I don't even remember ah. why she wants the baby. Like, I have... I have no right, like what's your part. what's your motive here? Yeah. Oh, maybe I remember, sort of? No, no. Someone loudly cracks a twig behind Show yourself, you winged freak! 
Damn, that was so she caught his arrow. Did you see that? That was yeah. sick. Apologies, milady. I thought you were the wicked witch. Also good effects. And I thought you were a flying monkey. I do hope my mistake hasn't cost me my head, Your Majesty. No, that's my mom does the so head thing, you know not who me. I am. <laughs> your reputation in the Enchanted Forest precedes you. I didn't catch your name. Robin of Loxley, at your service. A thief. Well, <laughs> as we're tossing labels around, aren't you technically known as the evil queen? <laughs> I prefer Regina. This is giving me really good August you Emma think you vibes. You bring right down now. the Wicked Witch with sticks? Well, I'm certainly going to try. I'm afraid we're too late. She's long gone. Well, perhaps she left a trail. I was hoping the same thing. Well, then you've got yourself a partner. Good. We should have sex. I know, I mean, right? <laughs> I don't remember asking for one. You didn't. This is Kalinda. Just don't get in my way. This is major August Emma vibes. Yeah, and I think Kalinda Vasquez has Have a lot to do before? with this. You think so? Yeah. I doubt I'd ever. This is female writing if I've ever seen it in my life. You're right. No, you're right. Even even. Uh, I feel like I'm reading a book right now. Year, no one could yeah. Call. All the more reason to find this witch. Perhaps she can offer some insight into our lost memory. Except in between these sentences would be like what she's thinking. <laughs> yes, yes. There yeah. would be dual point of views going on. Yeah, yeah. No, you're but totally right. Some sustenance. Just say food. What the fuck? <laughs> like because he doesn't know if it's well, food. I gather it has great medicinal properties. Oh, Jello. Who put you on babysitting duty, huh? No one trusted me to stay here. Emma's simply concerned about you. She thought it best you weren't out in the cold running after your father. Look at his Thank earring. You, by the way. It's like a little dangly pearl. Thanks, so nice. We're getting him with a message to come back. You would have done the same. Yeah. What's it feel like to play the hero after being a pirate for so long? Unfamiliar. And you, how does it feel to play the villain? I'm a villain now. Well, if you truly had a hand in bringing your father back, I suspect you to use the darkest of magic and pay an even darker price. Though I'm sure. You felt the ends justified the means. I love when he says stuff like that because it proves that he's not yeah, as dumb as he looks. Yeah. You know? to set things right. It's him and my son. Question is, are you going to stand in my way? I am in your way. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I was wondering the same. Sometimes when I look at you, all I see is a man. It's Neil. It's his Neil. I forget then. Beneath it all, you still that God, boy. he's having a stepdad moment. Stop. Yeah. No, I haven't forgotten. We got caught up in so much nonsense over a woman. That's also super weird. If now that we're tying those I two things to together. Killian. You know that, right? You've ten minutes. Then I let the others. You've gone. Thank you. That was a beautiful moment. That it was really so was. beautiful. I really enjoyed that. Ever since it happened, I haven't been able to stop thinking about Rumpel's sacrifice. <coughs> I mean, how he died to save everyone in Storybook. You know that wasn't it. <laughs> he died to save us. Dummy. His family. At least he died a hero. He's like, stop romanticizing this man. Please, I'm begging you. Of course not. Were you? I don't know. I mean, my papa was never the most selfless guy. 
I know he wish he hadn't let me go through that portal. I know how sorry he was, but now that I have a son of my own, I can't imagine ever doing what he did. He regretted what happened with you so much. He was willing to do anything to get back to you. Well, that's one thing about him I can relate to, is I would do anything to get back to Henry. Oh, that's really sweet. Uh, yeah. It's getting colder. I love the snowy scenes. Because <laughs> it, it feels so fake in like a good way, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it feels like theater now, you know? It's more fantasy. It's giving Chronicles of Narnia. I was just going to say that, yeah, Lion Witch in the Wardrobe. It feels yep. very like. <laughs> what is hard. Henry makes it complicated. It's not just about me. He's hoping Gold can help bring his memories back. That would be an added bonus to finding him. Would it? A couple days ago, I would have thought that was true, but now. Now what? How's he going to stay in Storybook without them? Unless you're not planning to. You think you'd go back to New York after we break the curse? Guess she's being a really selfish. Ago, Henry and I were playing video games and eating fruit roll-ups. Now, I am chasing after the Dark One, hoping he can help me find the Wicked Witch of the West. I mean, it's an understandable argument, you know? Is I mean, ignorance is worse thing? But, like, oh, then right? when it's not real... No, 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 not all right, not all right. I can't quiet the voices. <sighs> we know they were held captive. By the witch, do you know where she is? She's... There's no room, no room. It's too many voices, too many voices. We gotta get him out of here. Uh, so... Wow, good shot. That was it. Uh, can't quiet the voices. Oh yeah. No, no, not all right. I can't quiet the voices. Um, he didn't say quiet minds, but that's okay. Neil to Belle and Lumiere was your guess. All and right. mine was Rumpel to Zelina. Well, you got a half right. Got a half point. Yay for me. Hoorah. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> I, they feel so lame. I need one where you say the title of the episode. It's not fair that you only said one of the words. Right. right? Why are you naming titles? It's, just, it's lame. Ah. You couldn't get someone to say quiet minds. Ladies and gentlemen, Bart Chikorsky. And the crowd goes wild. Uh, let me describe what's happening. So he's bringing her what looks like a plate of cake, perhaps. No, it's on the very Bart. Tell the people what you're eating. Tell the people what you're eating. Steak and cheesy. Tune in next Steak. week while I do a ranch shot. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. Thanks. Bart Jacoby, everyone. Thank you for the guest star. The characters on this show that is the Storybook Circus, it's the best. Can't be beat. <laughs> it cannot be beat. It's really great. Um, all right. Back to uh, back to you, show. Uh, we have a monkey on back the ground. Back to you, Rumpel, with the voices. Yeah. Uh, I like that. Okay. Is he Stillskin? Is he Mr. Gold? Is he something in between? Is he trying to fight it? Like, what's going on? We don't even know how he got re... Like is he still life. pretending? Is he pre not still? Is he pretending right now with this whole voices thing? I don't know. Pretend? You think he's pretending? That know. feels a little bit of a stretch. I don't know. To me, I'm just trying to figure out: Is it like Rumple who doesn't know where he is? Is it Mister Gold with his full memories and this foreign thing that is is like a duality thing? You know, is yeah. it fighting inside his brain, like a Doctor Jekyll Mister Hyde kind of situation? 
that's I'm trying to, you know, I'm excited to figure that out. Anyway. Alright, here we are. Monkey fights. Ooh, sword sword fighting a monkey. I really wish Emma would lose the gun. I know it's like her thing, but pointing gun at fantasy like creatures just feels goofy. She also you know? doesn't use it ever. She that's true. I mean, I get it. If you were scared, so you would none you know, of defend yourself. Magical properties. Oh, a good witch covers her tracks, but a better one can uncover them. Oh my them. god, just take each other's clothes we'll off already. Right? Jesus. I know, I'm just telling you. Patient. You know, I've that heard many shot? stories Are you kidding me? Great. The slow, like, <laughs> But from this angle, the evil moniker seems somewhat of an overstatement. Oh, god, guys. <laughs> Bold and audacious. Jeez. Audacious? Look at her smirk. Lana Perillo has got to be eating this scene up. You got, I mean, you got to imagine. Served me well. Fear is quite an effective tool. She also looks great. This scene is so spicy. <laughs> oh boy. He's doing the, he's doing the slow step in. Like you literally. <laughs> so the writing is a female writer and that was is a male director is what that was. Yeah. <laughs> Not exactly, but it is a liquid that can conjure courage, give strength, or even act as a love potion. Uh, source. Wizard of Oz drink, right? <laughs> it's called courage whiskey. and, and like, no, it's not the oh, yeah. love heart stuff. Yeah. That was definitely. The whole reaching behind him while she looks in his eyes. No. Yeah. Come on. Well, in the last it's not few up days, to par with the script. Survived a curse. Woken up in an entirely new realm and forgotten a year of our lives. And now he's like, let me pour you a drink and get Say you drunk. Say we've earned it. And of course, it's some like man's drink, like bourbon or whiskey. Like, whatever yeah, yeah, it is. it's definitely liquor. You need love. You're going to help me find another soulmate. There he is. The guy with the lion tattoo. Ah, it's all coming together. The guy with the lion Something tattoo. More? Regina! And you gotta have a cock block in the scene, right? It's gotta be Regina. something like, and and it's now it's the now tattoo it's keeps love. her from, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, now but like something has to trigger, tension. like I gotta go. Oh. Yeah. Neil, what the hell are you doing here? You expecting to stay in bed while you're looking for my dad? Right. I forgot who I was dealing with. <laughs> you gotta beat him. Why do I want David that on a T-shirt? Took off again. It's true. <laughs> what am I just gonna stay what? in bed while you're looking for yeah. my dad? Yes. I'm seen. I don't know what that witch did to him, but he seems a little crazy. When I asked him about her, it was like he wanted to tell me, but he couldn't. Well, you can't be far. Come on. You want to waste time dragging me back to the hospital? That's the only way you're going to get me there. Fine, let's go. Back in Narnia, Lumiere's at this weird... You found it. ...conjured place. Thank heavens. Now what? Head to the center of the clearing. Under the ice and snow, you shall find the entryway to the vault. Oh! Oh, there's all the symbols. Yeah, key must go in the middle. You sure about this? I spent 200 years in Rumpelstiltskin's library witnessing more dark magic and sorcery than any living creature has ever seen. I'm, I'm sorry, how long did you say you were there? 200 years, at least. He's lying. 
Rumpel built that library for me. Not long before the curse. It's been there barely 30 years. Who are you? Unless you want to spend the rest of eternity under a snowdrift, you better start talking. I am who I appear to be. Only it wasn't Rumpelstiltskin who turned me into this wretched form. It was the Wicked Witch of the West. The Wicked Witch? She told you to lead us here? She wants you to bring back the Dark One so she can control him with his dagger. We need to leave this place. No, wait. It means we can bring them back. Does it matter who got us here? Rumpel didn't sacrifice his life for good so he could return to be a slave to evil. My father is the king of loopholes. I'm sure he'll figure out a way to deal with that. <laughs> what if he can't? We'll cross that bridge when we Think get there. Think what she could do if the Dark One was under her control. We'll find another way to bring him back. What if there is no other way? Yeah, what I can't waste way? any more time. I need to get back. To hell with the cost. Also, he's right. Like, he will figure out a way out of this. But like, your father told right. himself when he forged the curse that condemned countless people to misery. Don't make the same mistake he made. I guess I see what she's saying. Mm, to a point. I don't know. At what point is it like a real thing versus... Oh boy. His hand gets burned. Uh, you know, is it like a, the TV show trope of like, we'll just solve that problem later? Uh, as opposed to like the thing that, that he did, you know, as the Dark One, where he like ended up getting a bunch of people killed and all this stuff. Right. Like, is that cost worth getting your son back? Like, right. there are other ways, you know what I mean? Like, where is the where is the line? Like, where is it too much? I remember this scene vividly yeah. of like him coming back in that black goo looking like Terminator. Because also Rumpel? visual effects, gorgeous, you know. So they brought Rumpel back. So I guess we answered that question, right? Because this yeah. is the same timeline. Did Henry like it? He loves pizza. I've been living there in the city. Oh, yeah, I did too. I only had time to do all the things we normally couldn't. Like, like, like get engaged to another guy. Go to the park, see a movie, go to the zoo. Just do nothing. Life is good. Really good. Didn't get lonely? Just the two of you? Uh, good way to ask, though. Henry had tons of friends at school, and <laughs> I had someone. Sorry. Why are you sorry? Of course you did. It's not like we were, or you even remembered. <laughs> Was it serious? He proposed. Oh. And then he turned into a flying monkey. Sounds intense. <laughs> Go ahead and laugh. I almost married a monster from Oz. It's hilarious. I almost married a minion of my evil grandfather, Peter Pan. <laughs> so I know Fair. what you're saying. Wow, they oh. both found crazy in New York. Mm. <laughs> what a definition of New York. Hey, I'm sorry it didn't work out. Really? I care about you, Emma. I always will. Oh my god, this music. Stop it. I just it. want I you know. to be happy. Stop it right now. Stop. Even if it isn't with me. We were happy. Once. They're giving you hope. Never found Tallahassee. Oh my, st I, can't, I can't handle this. <laughs> this is so good. We Who's never calling found her Tallahassee? Right Soap opera, this Belle, is... what'd you find? The symbol on Neil's hand. It's from an ancient talisman. A key that opens the vault of the Dark One. I think he may have used it to resurrect Rumpel. 
Back when we were in the Enchanted Forest. Wait, so he brought gold back? That's where it gets unclear. The vault will only restore the Dark One in exchange for another life. Whoa, hang on a minute, what? It's a one-for-one -one trade. If Neil used that key, he should be dead right now. Ah! Neil! Neil! Oh. Neil, what did you do? Feels awfully suspicious. Well, that was weird. Neil, Neil what's wrong? He looks so good in that black. Bye. No. Hold oh, Belfire. I also really wish Al would stop being surprised at the like, so you know, it's things that magic costs. She's like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> All I did was pass on some vital information with the help of a friend. And then your son did the rest. You didn't tell him the price. Oops. It's a sin of omission, love. He's Although, like, I might be the dark one, obvious. but a I fair deer is a fair deal, and you did not read yeah. the fine print. I do doubt that. We have rules? <laughs> he literally was like, the line is drawn. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it sure is. I'm not gonna let him go. Sorry, Rumpel. You can't hang on to both of them. That's it. But I didn't think you had it in. That's another stupid mechanic. Why? But he did choose his son this time. That's true. He absorbed him, weirdly. But you've lost yourself. Oh, that's what the quiet minds is. There's too many voices. There's no room. That's why he was so crazy when we first saw him at the beginning of the season. Enough of this. Your madness is your burden, not mine. It's time to go. But before we do, kill her. Did some fancy fire magic. I think I think gold is inside you. I think that's how you're still alive. I hear my father's voice in my head. Oh, that's why it sounded like him. He said there was no room. He meant you. I need you to help me, Emma. Use your magic. Separate me and my father. You kidding? Oh, the magic I just learned how to use. You need my dad to figure out who the witch is. Just say the tell. You need to do this. I know what I did before. Not that big. Do it. To save you and Henry. Do it. This, why, how would she know how to do this? I don't get it. 
She's used magic like twice. I know. It's also really weird <gasps> a visual effects to like merge them. Yeah, together. that was weird. It creeped me out. Uh, I don't love it, but it's fine. Neil, Neil, are you okay? What have you done? Uh, it's okay, Papa. I told her to. But why? So you can tell her who the witch is, so you can defeat her. Zelina. What? Zelina. She's the witch. What does she want? What she doesn't have. There has to be some way you can save it, right? doesn't need to. He just needs to know that in the end I was a good father. Death scenes are so weird. Like entire scenes while you're dying. Take it. Go find your legacy. He lives without me. Neil. Hey. I'll be watching over you. He's also died like three times. No, this dude keeps coming back. <laughs> no, 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 I can fix this. You can. You can. Thank you, Papa. For showing me what it is to make a true sacrifice. It's about saving the ones that you love. No. It's my turn now. No. I want you to. Please. This is still only episode, what, 15? I know. This is like the longest season ever. And we're losing Neil. Yeah. And it's hard because like it's so easy to bring people back from the dead in this in this show, and you never know if it's like real or not. But by the score, that's true. It feels pretty pretty final. Pretty heavy. So she lost Neil again. <laughs> Damn. Which is a lot. David, what's going on? Where's Zelina? In the bathroom? Why? My name is Prince Charming and I pulled a sword out. Take a guess. <laughs> she had to know we were coming. I'll call Regina. We need to get a protection spell around this apartment right away. Does anyone want to tell me what's going on? I'm just glad you're So safe. you're telling me you just split two human beings into two different people, but you don't know how to do a protection spell? Is yeah. that what you're telling me? Yep. <laughs> how do you know? Gold told us. Neil brought him back before... Before what, Emma? What happened? Neil's dead. I'm so sorry. 
Jennifer Morrison's hair is just the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. I hate to brag, but that's how I feel like Taryn's hair is. It is. It is. Like, it's just so gorgeous. (laughs) Yeah. Your son coming to the surface staging that little escape. Like, why doesn't he just kill her right now? (laughs) I can see he'll no longer be a problem. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. I answered my my question. My son may be gone, but he gave his life, so I could tell the savior who you really are, Zelina. And now it's only a matter of time before she and the others find you and kill you. Unless, of course, I manage it first. Please. You can't hurt me, but you're more than welcome to try. I do so enjoy watching futility wreck a man's will. Uh, much better. Now that your head is no longer cluttered, everything's working properly. It's so much more entertaining. You may control me, but it's over, Zelina. They know who you are. You'll never get close to Snow White's baby now, to any of them. To whatever you are, unholy desires are. They may know who I am now, but it no longer matters. Not when I have you, Rumpelstiltskin. Not when I have your beautiful brain. She. This kind of villain bothers me. She's a predator. It's because they're not smart enough. No. They leave way too many holes open. She's like blinded by this like rage and vengeance bullshit that she doesn't care about all of the ways that she's making it easy for her to get defeated. (laughs) I'm like, I just don't respect you as a villain. Like you would think Rumpel saying you should be worried would hold more weight. With the fact but then, that like, he's okay, the what dark he... one saying, like, you need to watch out. These people know their shit. And she's like, I know I'm better than all of them combined. And it's like, how do you know that? You've never gone it's, against it, anything. It's a level of arrogance that, like, the evil queen, if he had said that to the evil queen, like, she would have quipped back, but it wouldn't have been so. It feels like a kid making yeah. empty threats at, like, an adult. I'm like, stop. I don't believe you. Yeah, I agree. I, I, do, I do like the Wicked Witch, but it's it just, it, the way it's... The way the villain is is created, it doesn't feel risky. You know, I'm not scared. Yeah. Peter Pan's scary. You know, like Regina, it's kind of scary as a villain. Like, oh, Roland is really cute. Mm-hmm. He's a cute kid. This this score in this episode is really beautiful. I know, right? Like more beautiful than I remember in previous episodes. And is that just to, like, give Neil, you know? Or, like Yeah, good... like, are we just, like, paying our respects or what? Because it's just, it's really, I don't know, it, just, it feels greater than, it feels the, like a movie. than the show. It does, yeah. It feels very, um... This poor kid has know. no idea his dad just died. And, like, doesn't care because he doesn't really like him that right. much. <laughs> and that's what I mean. That was so selfish of Emma to even suggest that. That he not see him. Yeah. It was awesome. We should take more fishing trips when we get back home. Mom? Come here, kid. <laughs> In his little old man peacoat. You were right. I was not completely honest with you about this case, this trip. 
The reason I brought us here is because someone was in trouble and the person who needed help was not a client. It's your father. This is about my dad. Some bad people wanted to hurt him. Is he okay? Did you find him? I found him. Oh, he's, he's concerned. But I was too late. He's a good man. If he would have been a great father. There's one thing I need you to know from him. He was a hero. I wish I would have known. <laughs> well, you did. You did. And then you didn't. <laughs> no, she said you did. Mom, you're not making any sense right now. I know. What happened to the person who did it? It was technically himself. <laughs> like they got away, but I'm going to find them. So proud of Jennifer Morrison. She's so good. I love how Henry's like. Yay. Okay, mom. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, that was great. Wow. That what an was episode! An incredible episode. What an episode. Uh, I got to tell you, I. Just found uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith just started streaming on, I want to say, HBO Max and started. It's like one of my favorite movies of all time for no real good reason. Right. I was I was 100 percent like Brangelina. I was I was like, fuck Jennifer Morton, uh, uh, Aniston. I and it was only because How of that stupid. Dare you support the homewrecker? It was, and it was not because of that. And I was, I was old enough at that point to understand. And I, 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 we've talked about this on the show before, about the like me separating movies from people's personal lives. See, so I was standing Mr. and Mrs. Smith, not Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. So when all that stuff came out, that was an extension of my fantasy world from the movie, right? Um, there, I was telling Taryn laughably because I was, I was, I wasn't like super old. I was pretty young. Um, so this was like primo couple goals right this was yeah. like strong male and female together they were both could hold on their could hold their own but still needed each other and there's all these scenes of them like you know they're so like violent and ferocious with each other right and there's these scenes of them like in the rain in friggin columbia somewhere getting rained on at night like making out on chairs and like with bottles of liquor and it's like that kind of like reckless yeah violence for some reason it was just like i don't know exciting to me so we're watching this movie right let me tell you how this movie does not hold up today. There's a point to the story, I promise. The reason why it doesn't hold up is because the entire movie shoved down your throat is the like man, ver like men are from Mars, women are from Venus thing. Like she works for an all female. A Did you know the story, Mr. Mrs. Smith? No. Are you familiar with the movie? Okay. So spoiler free, because it's a good one. Anybody should watch it if you haven't seen it, if you, if you missed this one. Uh, you find out in the first few minutes of the movie, right, that both Brad and it's uh, it's John and Jane Smith. That's their actual oh names. Oh, my God. Um, John and Jane, and they eventually get married, so they're John and Jane Smith. Uh, so they're running from cops in some other country, and they're both running. 
from the same set of cops for different reasons. He's got a gun concealed. She's like putting a knife away in her, right? So they're clearly like, they're spies. That's the whole point is that they're both spies, but they both work for different spy agencies, right? And so they they do their spy thing. They have marks. It's very like Ocean's, this is peak Brad time. This yeah. is very like Ocean's 11 time. This was when she was doing, you know, like uh, Tomb Raider and stuff. So <laughs> uh, she works for an all female spy agency. He works for an all-male spy agency. His best friend is Vince Vaughn. Hilarious, right? And so the entire movie, the whole point of this movie is, uh, and this is in the trailer, is you find out that they're both spies, but then you find out that the, the two spy agencies figure out that they're both spies. And so they make them try to kill each other. And the whole movie is about them trying to like figure all that out, right? Like they're running and they have to, they have to uncover the secret of who the other person is in the marriage. And it's been like a six year sham. And then they have to like, their spy agencies are going to disavow them if they don't kill the other person. So the whole movie is about them trying to figure out how to get out of it. Oh my gosh. During this movie. The reason why I bring this up is because I'm sitting watching this movie I've seen a hundred times and one of the girls on Angelina Jolie's team, and it's seriously like Josie and the Pussycats over here, okay? It's like, <laughs> it's, it's really rough, is Jennifer Morrison, brown hair, super oh, young, no right way. before this movie. And I was like, I cannot believe I didn't know that Jennifer Morrison was in this movie. Oh my god! She's like her, she is the number three, right? So Kerry Washington plays her like lieutenant, right? Yeah. The one that's next in line. And then Jennifer Morrison's like the head, you know, logistics person. And I was like, it is incredible to watch her again in a strong female role. Yeah. You know, it's not fantasy, but it's still the same. You could have put a red jacket on her and it would have been exactly the same. Yeah. Right. But then I was, I was watching the movie. Right. I'm like, hold on. This doesn't feel right. It feels weird. I don't I like they have when they find each other, the scene when they find each other or when they're at the same location to like to get them to sabotage each other. He, she's like neatly up in a perch in a very Angelina Jolie way to very Tomb Raider. Right. She's in like combat boots and she's like got all these computers out and it's all clean and she's got her mark. And he comes barreling in with an ATV and he's knocking stuff over and he gets out and he's like taking a piss on the sand. And I'm like. Ew, this is already kind of this weird, like she's nice, neatly in a perch and he's like a bumbling fool. And then they start fighting and stuff and she's doing everything very like clean and neat. And he's very like has a bazooka and it's very like, like, kind of thing. Uh, And they get back to the agency when they, when the plot begins and they're like, all right, you got 48 hours. You got to figure this out. And then they, they talk to the person in charge, the Charlie to the Charlie's angels, if you will. She picks up the phone Jennifer Morrison hands it to Jane and Angelina and goes, it's father. And I was like, pause this fucking movie right now. Hold on. (laughs) Did you mean to tell me that this all female spy agency is led by a guy they call father? I'm out. Like, this is horrifying. Too much. It was so, so bad. It's giving Powerpuff Girls. Oh, yeah, it was really weird. I, I was uncomfy and I was like, wow, I've seen this movie so many times and 2022 is a different time. But it was so refreshing to see Jennifer Morrison in even an earlier time in her career than this. And it's so cool to see her be A, consistent, but B, see where she's come, like how far. Like, yeah. this is such a dramatic role that she's playing right now. And it's she's so strong. It's so empowering and it's she's becoming a better mom, you know, like where we've watched a a really awesome character arc of her being caring, but still being 
tough. Like she's not like a melty pile of, of right. emotion, right? Like she can still do that, but she can still be soft and show emotion and not be just, you know, has to keep up with the guys the whole time. That's what made me think of the Mr. And Mrs. Smith thing is she kind of breaks, I think, the gender barriers yeah, definitely. in this show where she gets to be the rough and tumble kind of not tomboy, but she gets to be you know, hold her own Yep. and, you know, and fight. And, and, you know, even in this picture that we're looking at, um, the once upon a time cover sheet, you know, we have Snow White is like gripping her pearls and in this beautiful dress and she's in like a motorcycle jacket and like really, and you can back. see, yeah. yeah, like looking over her shoulder. Like, I don't know. I'm just really proud of this cast. This is, this, this is a really great, it's a great show. It's a great it show is. we picked to review. True. Uh, Let's talk. Uh, well, do you have first thoughts on on the episode in general? I loved this. I mean, episode. great. I Fantastic, loved everything right? about it. Like, beginning I don't have to notes. End, yeah, like it was like either. a really good episode. It's super easy. I feel like to to take in. It felt like a movie. Actually, this one really did feel like a consistent. Yes, movie I I like. Oh my gosh, we're gonna get into awards in a minute, and I'm like gonna switch things up. So. Oh yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's do it. MVPs. MVP. So, MVP of. Oh my god! How are we gonna do this? So it's Storybrooke, and then it's the Lost Year, which yes. is is the Enchanted Forest, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Okay, so MVP of current day Storybrooke, Neil. Obviously, sacrifices himself. It would be really rude to give it to anyone yeah, but Neil. Giving right? it that to would Neil. Be horrible. We're giving it to Neil. Thank uh, you. Obviously, MVP of the Year Lost Enchanted Forest. Okay, so here we go. I'm giving mine to Lumiere. I was gonna say the same thing. Lumiere, 100. percent because he, you know, he did the thing he was forced to do, but then he got Bell out. She'd be totally dead yeah. <laughs> if, right. if right. that didn't happen. And also, I liked his accent, so he was great. Um, LVP of Storybrooke. Charming. Why? He didn't do anything. For making Snow stay back. And you know what? He actually put her in the most danger because she was with Selena the whole afternoon. Actually, that's a good point. Uh, wait, was that Storybrooke? Or yeah, was that, that Enchanted was in Storybrooke. For- no, it was Storybrooke because she wasn't in the Enchanted Forest. Yeah. You're right. Um, Okay, that's that's funny. Our our ripping on David is so like technicalities the whole time, like every time. I don't time, care. But I'll play dirty. That's no, fine. No, it's okay. Uh, LVP of the Enchanted Forest. Lumiere. I also I also don't have anyone. Else. Wait, what? <laughs> you made Lumiere the MVP and the LVP of yes. the Enchanted Forest. Yes, because I thought have he we was done that very, before. I don't know. We might have. I don't think we have. But I am because I think it was stupid to side with Selena in the beginning. Like he should have snuck in a. A something in the beginning when they were like, hey, we will genuinely get you to Rumpel and like reverse this. And then he was like, hey, Zelina, like change your back. And she was like, no. Here's here's what I think about that. Having someone get to you first. If Zelina had gotten to them second and he switched to Zelina, I would 100% agree with you. But because Zelina got there first and put whatever threat she put on on him, right? He's now, let's assume he's scared. Maybe not, but let's assume he is, right? Then you have these people come in and you have an opportunity to kind of switch it, but you don't have enough time necessarily to gauge whether or not switching it is more or less dangerous than just doing the first thing and figuring it out later. Which to me, as a writer, I think Kalinda Vasquez did a really good job of not making him so unlikable in the beginning of meeting him that I buy that she put this thing on him. He met these people and then he like let things transpire in front of him. And then when the opportunity presented himself to step up, he stepped up immediately. Right. That to me tracks enough that he 
uh, is a normal person under duress. Like if that was not Lumiere and that was like a villager or yeah. a whatever who gave away Snow White's position, would we fault them for, you know, under a, a gun, you know, giving away the, the hero? I, I wouldn't. No. So that's why I have a hard time with it. But I, 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 he's my I LVP. Like, I like the fun funness of giving the same person an MVP and an LVP anyway. And also, who else would we give? If, okay, say, right. say it wasn't that. Who would your second choice I don't have anybody. Be I don't think so either. Cause, yeah, I'm not the, giving it to people. Zelina for being a villain. No, that's boring. I mean, Zelina, I mean, Belle for being annoying. That's also stupid. Like Yeah, no, so I'm giving it to Lumiere. <laughs> so it has to be Lumiere for obvious, for, for like intentional reasons like you're supposed to be like oh you did the right thing but you saved yourself yeah should we do lvps first and then do mvps after because it feels more like it makes sense that oh you know, yeah i guess we could switch it the up. lvps kind of mess it up with the mv yeah Maybe we'll, yeah we'll switch it up from now on. um honorable mention overall character so this is where i am not giving it to a character i'm giving an honorable mention to, to Colin Vasquez. no to the the orchestra oh Whoever sure did the, music, the score because it was no incredible. i love that uh, how about I'm going to, from now on, when we copy these, I'm going to put honorable mention overall character or other. Yeah. Because I like the idea that the honorable mention can be to something that's worth mentioning, yeah. right? The honorable mention, I feel, and as And I think award. the score was, The music wow. department. I would yeah, be, like, listening sure. to that on a YouTube loop. It felt like... Michael Giacchino is a little bit more, I guess, adventurous. It's, kind of, it's Incredibles, right? And yeah. that's, like, a little bit more bouncy. This felt... I, the only thing I can think of, and I think it's because it was snowing and the way that the color grading was in this episode is very like green and blue and this kind of, it made me think of Schindler's List and not in the like depressing Anne Frank way, in in the fact that it was like a beautiful storytelling and it was this very like sad kind of darker feel, right? And like we have like a main character die in this episode. So it kind of matched oh my that gosh, really we have to like pour beautiful one out. energy. Oh my God, we didn't pour one. How dare I? That's such a... This right here, yeah. this goes out to all our fallen homies, yo. Come on. Come on. Uh, wow. Rest in peace. Neil. I got to admit, I forgot that I had a soundboard for a minute because <laughs> we haven't done the Sorry. show in so long. Um, but yeah, no, I think the I think that's a that's a great use of honorable mention. This the music department and this score is exceptional, and I in fact so much so that I want to uh, take a quick second to see if I can figure out who the music is done by i gotta tell you i don't know that that's listed in wikipedia because that is below the, <laughs> the threshold of interest on wikipedia really they're like they're like this is how many uh you know hairs are in the color yeah they blah, care blah, about blah, some dress, really but, weird shit to not give a shit about not, who did the music um so quiet minds from once upon a time I am stalling because I'm typing. Okay. <laughs> uh, score. I want to see. I want to know who who did this. Who? Tell me. Kalinda Vasquez, directed by Eagle Eglugluglugluson, and oh, this is the wiki. No, uh, <laughs> you're not going to tell me who. Okay. So once upon a time soundtrack, Quiet Minds, uh, scene descriptions, Mark Isham. So Neil's sacrifice is the name of that track, and let, I want to see if this will play. Who's gorgeous? Once upon it, because uh, it's I, I can see it here. Listen to if I play that. No, that's gonna go to Amazon. Well, oh, I wish it just let me play. Yeah, it's called Neil's Sacrifice. Wow. And then the description says the death of Neil Cassidy. Beautiful song. So you're saying it reminded you of Schindler's List? I'm over here like this is reminding me of Twilight. 
Uh, well, I mean, it's the same thing, right? It's this really, emo- first of all, Claire like, I got to keep remembering that, right, exactly. This is a soap opera in fantasy action adventure yeah. category. But, and it's, I, I'm reading it right now. It's listed in Disney Plus as soap opera first, soap opera slash melodrama, comma, fantasy, comma, action adventure, which is interesting that order, that it is first a soap opera, then a fantasy, and then the action adventure is kind of a bonus. Yeah. And I think that's a perfect way to describe this show, where it really is soap opera first, and it it helps shape decisions on storytelling and and dialogue and relationships and character arcs the way that in soap operas they they kill and bring back characters all the time and they have a lot of reveals and they right like me, the melodrama part of it makes it a little bit where the stuff that some of the stuff that we're complaining about we're complaining because melodramas are not real life and we're annoyed by that yeah <laughs> because melodramas are, are a thing that kind of make us twitchy so every time it happens we're like Ugh, right but but that's what that's by intention that's how the show was created um which is I the thing I kind of really love about this show the most is that it knows what it is. Mm-hmm. It didn't try to be action adventure first and fall into melodrama. It intended to be days of our lives. It said no, we're in dramatic storybook. first. Yeah, Everything else second. I think that's why it lasted so long, to be that's honest. That's why it was successful. It, it stayed true to what it is. Um the last thing we have uh is outstanding performance actor. Like, literally everybody killed it this episode, though. This is really hard. I, I, I don't want to just say because uh, because he died, like Michael Raymond James, you know. No, but get, that... I I think that, that between monologue, Jennifer... He went out with a bang. That's true. That's 100% true. That's true. Uh, I feel like between, for me, Jennifer Morrison and Robert Carlyle, with their, their level of drama is some of my favorites. And I really do like Guinea is really good. At like the heavy drama stuff, yeah. I you know it's it really hits your heartstrings when she's like the stuff that happened with Joanna, you know, like all yeah. that. Like it really gets you. But she just wasn't in the storyline this time. Jennifer Morrison in that section at the end, that could have been so easily overplayed, right? And in fact, it felt like Michael Raymond James was overplaying just a little bit, right? Guys, it's harder to play that like weepy cry as, as an actor. It's no, a little but bit like more I do give a hats off to Jennifer Morrison because she really played the role of a supportive person yeah. in that moment because she really kind of took a step back to let Rumple and Bay have their final father son moment. You know what I mean? That's Where true. She could have been, you know, the screaming widow. Or, you know, yeah, like the yep, mother, yep. she could have been like, this is the father of my child. But she really like recognized that this was more important for them to have this closure than it was for her because she had already had closure. He'd already died before. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And she really did like make her peace with it. And it of, felt you know, very comfortable. Like she didn't feel like a third wheel in that moment. And but she also didn't feel like she was overpowering in that moment. I, you know what? Yeah, I'm giving it to Jennifer Morrison. Jennifer Moore and Robert Carlyle being able to play crazy duality. Come she like come back rumple for a little bit a little while. Uh the 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 way that he made that choice to well, weirdly body absorb Neil or whatever. Yeah. Um but but like as a moment, that was a big deal for yeah. that character. And then I think he played that really well. And then the like playing crazy duality, we did not call that like what was going right, on in his head. No. We just thought it was crazy. So that was a crazy reveal. And then the way that he's he's a I'm always impressed by characters like Lana, like um 
you know, well, I guess getting good to a degree, uh, Josh Dallas to a degree too, who are able to play different type characters as well, themselves. I, I think Josh Dallas does do an incredible job of playing two types of characters with his You know, brother. like we've already seen his, yeah, his brother, the, the like, the, the, Snow type, is Woodsy the shepherd. Snow. Yeah, no, okay, we're getting off the rails. With, but like everybody does in the show, like it's like a prerequisite to be on Once Upon a Time to be able to play yeah, duality. Like multiple. And, but I think out of all of those people, Lana and Robert Carlyle do the best at like, and obviously, um, what's his name? Uh, uh, who played the mirror, Magic Mirror. Um, uh, I forget his name now. Uh, Wait, what? The guy, the black guy who plays uh the magic mirror, who plays uh the genie, from oh my god Revolution, my favorite show. Oh I've my totally, god, Car- totally blank. Esposito, uh, John Carlo Esposito. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Teamwork, high five. Uh, <laughs> like they're very very good at playing you know a bunch of different types of roles, and Robert Carlyle in this episode playing duality, then coming out of it playing angry gold angry like i'm looking for my son gold because he just got killed uh, i feel like the two of them really above just a hair just a hair above everybody else you have that extra layer of oomph in their acting yep. that uh, is just so so in impressive. Their repertoire. i can't believe we were gone from this show for so long i know it, it i'm like oh this but i'm so, so excited because we're about to rate it and i already know what i'm gonna do and i'm so excited that it's first okay back. all right now let's okay so we're done with mvps MVP. That was a great MVP. That was a really exciting one. Yep. Uh, and now we're we're mid season, season three. We're gonna do our our rating, uh, in a, a wonderful award ceremony that we call the third annual Mr. Gold's Gold Star in the Field of Excellence. That just feels like a warm hug to come back to that after months. Wow. Oh, this, what a segment. I love guys. We really love this show. Yeah. <laughs> the, not once upon a time. Our show. Like we're just saying. Like us. Like we're. <laughs> this pod <laughs> this pod um your pod and mine uh okay rating out of five how many mr gold's gold stars do you give quiet minds just five plus all day long five, are you five kidding plus me? plus you got I me mean, you got a character death like a you know. main character death who we love it's not even like we didn't even oh he we don't like him that much we loved him so i uh i'm a huge doctor who fan and so I went back to the very, very beginning, not very beginning, the 2005 beginning, um, the like reboot, and started watching. And I watched up to Doctor Who famously has crossover and Christmas special episodes at the end of every like season. Um, so I'm up to the end of it. So this is the thing about Doctor Who. I don't know if anybody out there knows anything about Doctor Who. Doctor Who, Doctor Who requires you to be okay with loss because every three seasons, the doctor quote unquote dies, doesn't die, but like has something happen where he has to regenerate and yeah. turn into a new person. It's when they refresh the actor who plays the doctor and you lose. Everybody says, who's your doctor? Like, that's how you watch that show. Like one of the doctors is yours more than anybody else. Yeah. It's like the one that you attach to and you will eventually lose your doctor and you'll lose other ones too. And you'll lose their companions. It's like really crazy. So one, this Christmas special, this particular one, uh, I'm about to lose my doctor. Okay. Oh. But it's okay because I, I'm at the end of the season before the Christmas specials. I've got like five episodes left, right? Before because they really milk it up, you know, to get to the end yeah. of losing him. This is David Tennant, the Dr. Ten to Ten Doctor okay, yeah, is my yeah, doctor yeah. before Matt Smith. Um so <laughs> this episode is a crossover episode between many Doctor Who universe shows. 
Doctor Who, Sarah Jane Adventures, which was one of his companions from like the 70s, right? Uh, spinoff show. And Torchwood, which is a spinoff show from one of the characters from the very first season, who then they spun off into like a secret time agency, you know, whatever company that uh, helps defeat aliens when the doctor's not around. Much more adult. I think I've talked about it on the show before. I've never seen Torchwood in my life. I was always a Doctor Who fan. So I was like, you know what? I'm watching a rewatch for like the fourth time. Let me go back in and watch Torchwood now. Okay. Well, I go in and I'm at spoilers. <laughs> I just watched an episode completely unaware to me. They killed off two of four main characters on the show like that. And they never come back. <laughs> and I was so like shaken up by this because I'm watching this season to get prepared for the crossover because I want to know where these characters have just come from right. when they show up in the Doctor Who world. And I'm like, oh, like this is the next day after the most catastrophic event in the entire team where two people just get, get offed. And I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> like, wow. It would be like Charming and Snow. They were just like done in a single episode. That's and then the it. next season, they're just like moving on. I'm like, that's hard, you know? And so I'm learning in this whole Doctor Who experience. I survived Grey's Anatomy, loss. so I get it. Right. If anybody's ever seen the plane crash episode, we all know. If you know, you know. I mean, also lost, you know, I mean, like a lot, no spoilers about the very, very end of the show, but you get basically a, a shit ton of loss until you figure out what's going on. Right. But yeah. until that point, it's just you're just losing everyone. And then you meet new people, in fact, including Rebecca Mater, who plays yes. Zelina on this show, who you don't meet until season five or something. And then you lose them. And then you immediately... And you immediately fall in love with her. And then they kill her horrifically. You know, like it's so it's the whole thing about loss with TV show. First of all, you don't know these people in real life. They're also very much still alive. And they're make-believe characters that you're like grieving. It's crazy. TV is nuts to me because of that. And this, the episode where you lose someone is so impactful. Because it's usually a very special thing, right? It's this big moment. It's usually some kind of this sacrifice. This is me with any like show sacrifice. ending. like uh, Or that. Or, yeah. Let's talk or again about how long I procrastinated finishing The Good Place. And you know place? what? That ending, but I don't know if I'll ever be able to watch that ending again. Michael I don't know Shore, if I'm though, ever going to be able to be emotionally ready to watch the ending to The Good Place again. Because it just... So everybody... Nothing has shattered my heart like that. Everybody was really, like shook up about uh in uh, endgame uh, avengers endgame oh, which you yeah, haven't yeah, seen yeah. yet right no. okay but i know do you know about know, the yes, do you know, know about the happens. big okay so so when that movie came out and that's that at the time like disney owned that right and there we i say we there are places right where you can get like press kits and things for things when they, but when they first come out because they're going to be all over the place for media endgame a week after the movie came out only certain pieces of the press kit were released because they were trying to keep that hidden because it was such a big deal yeah right? and that i was so prepared like nobody told they just said prepare for big loss man and i went into the theater and i was like they're gonna kill everybody <laughs> like i like seven of these characters because like they have so there's 25 characters on the screen they could kill half of them and still have enough to make shows for right. 20 years right so i'm like oh shit they're gonna kill like a whole slew of people i'm gonna have to deal with like five or six different characters that i love like the entire avengers team or some shit like that of course it was not it was one person but like that's the kind of and honestly <laughs> the good place ending was heavier to me than like people you know, it, like with the loss that they experience in Avengers. Nothing you know what I mean? prepared like, me for that. The ending of that show. That was, I, I can't stop saying it. There's no other way to describe it. It was 
the worst thing ever in the best way possible. In the best way possible. To this day, to this day, uh, one of my favorite shows on television ever is Leverage, the TNT show back in the early 2000s. I love that show so much. They actually just rebooted it even, um, brought some characters back. And every single title of every episode is the name of, they're all grifters and stuff, right? So yeah. every, you know how it like, like Ocean's Eleven, they're like, oh yeah, like the Sally maneuver or whatever, you know, they call the grifts things. Well, every episode was titled the blank job, the banker job, the blah, blah job, yeah. right? Every single one. The very last episode of the entire series is called the goodbye job. Ask me if I've seen this episode. I have still, to this day, never turned that episode on. I watched every episode right up until the end in 2007 or some shit and I stopped and had never gone back. And I, I still have to I let now go back to the beginning, rewatch the whole show and then somehow find the courage to go through the last episode and watch the end. Cause I, that's how bad I couldn't commit to losing this show and these people. No, I can't. I can't. I we are broken. Knowing like we are both broken. I'm watching one tree hill again during work. Like when I am not in calls, I'll just have it playing while I'm doing mindless admin work. And I'm like, these people are my life. Like when when the show ends, then I feel sad. Like I can't think it's about the end hard. of Gossip Girl. Um, Gossip Girl is obviously trending on Twitter right now because it's fall, and fall is associated with Gossip Girl because it's iconic. And ever somebody was sharing one of the final scenes of the final episode, Blair and Chuck's wedding. I honestly, I'm I don't get, like you can know that Chuck and Blair get married, and if you think that's a spoiler, I did already know that because of TVGuide.com. But <laughs> it like, was everywhere the, when that was going on. That, like that was front cover. That because it is incredible. Chuck running down the stairs, and I just like get this feeling in my heart, and then I'm like, oh my god! But then the show ends. Like I'm like, this is the the, the last episode of Gossip Girl is one of their best episodes, and I'm like, but then it's over, and I don't know what happens. What do they all do? Where are they, I, right, what are they doing you, like, right there's now? There's no more. What are they story. doing right now? There's not, and that's the good place. That's and that's the crazy part is the end of the good place. It's like there's not like these shows. The right? end of there's the good place left. was way too definite for me, and I think that that's like, why I struggled with it because I couldn't oof. make up anything. You know what I mean? Like I could no, be like, no, because oh my he, god, Chuck and Blair had seven kids and they're living happily in the upper yeah, east side. Yeah, yeah, no, you're in no, the good no, no, place, no, no, and you're like, what? They're what like, am I doing yeah. here? Existential life stuff. Exactly. That's what Mike Shore was going for. Real like, oh, uh, and it's a comedy. Like, oh, you finish the, the good West place Wing. and you wonder if you should still continue like having a if job you should or like exist. being alive yeah. and like living your life the exact way you're living it right now. You don't want to live like that the next day. Like, it really fucks you. Don't. You don't. Know? It, it's kind of beautiful in a way. Like, it really could because it makes you think about how you're doing stuff in real life. And that's the thing is this is entertainment, right? So really, when you click your TV off, it should just go away. And the ones that don't just go away. I feel like are the really powerful ones. The West Wing, another one. Political show, of course, right? And I rewatched it when Donald Trump became president, like when he like like wasn't elected yet, but he won the like actual election. So wow. between November and that. January. I remember exactly where it was. I was working Magic Kingdom. I was working Hocus Pocus and I was in the break room when they announced that he won. Mm, and like the tunnels were, we it was weird. Like everything was weird. Like the performance was weird because it happened at like whatever, 10, 11 p.m. And we had a midnight performance, right? So like the performance right after people were like just, you know, I cried it's crazy. Because I'm dramatic. It was crazy. Oh, they did too. <laughs> there was a lot of crying. But I went like one, actually that's how I found out that there was a podcast. Cause one of the other texts in the break room was like, Oh yeah, you like the wet, like this is a good to like, like president Bartlett. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like the West wing. And he's like, yeah. And that's how he got me onto it. Um, can I just say, I watched speaking it. of West wing, Bradley Whitford. Oh yeah. So he's in handmaids this season. And I text Mackie occasionally whenever he's on. <laughs> occasionally every this, like 30 minutes. This season, it is like 
prime Bradley Whitford. It is the most dry oh, wit so that he just throws at everyone. And every single time I'm like. That only he can really do like super well. Like he's, he, he's exceptional. Just, he fucking hates his life in the show and it makes it so great. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, that show. Char, Char, I mean, Charlie um, Martin Sheen. I would argue one of his best performances maybe ever in his career. Like, it's just fantastic. And the thing about that show that I know is John Spencer is the gentleman who played uh, the uh, chief of staff. And he died during this production some late in late in later seasons. He was a heavy smoker. He was, he was super old. He was in the 70s when he was already doing it, right? And he was already kind of ill. And so they have to kill off his character in the show. Never seen it. I have never watched through that part. I couldn't handle it. I couldn't handle this is the character who everybody loves. This is this is really the like if the president is the moral compass of this group of this cabinet, then the chief of staff is like the 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 mom and dad. That's yeah. that. He's the executor. He's the one who everybody goes. He's the he's the pivot point. He's the one who will give you the hard truths. He will make you he will make you a better person. And John Spencer was that guy. And I'm listening to the podcast of them talking about John Spencer on set was the single nicest human being ever to walk. It's sad when he they have nice to, to kill kids. them off in the he show because, nice because they died. In because they life. died. Oh my well, god! Like, what's and his I was name so from distraught. Riverdale? Oh, I don't watch Riverdale. No, but the but dad. Um, yeah, yeah. What's his name? He was famous. Oh, I forget his name. Hold on. Jughead's dad. Riverdale. No. Yeah. No, it wasn't Jughead's dad. No, I'm so sorry. It was Jughead's dad. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was Art. No, it was Artie's dad. <laughs> it was Jughead's dad. Uh, Luke Perry from Planet Two One. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's hilarious. Uh, yeah, but the the. The, having characters die generally that's what we're talking about right now right like i don't like even know losing, what we're talking about right now we're, lo- we're talking about losing neil we're talking about losing losing a piece of the the cornerstone of a show by losing a character for good uh when that see when it happens in a movie the movie ends and the story ends anyway. Whereas this, we there's several seasons that these characters are going to con- continue on without them, right? Yeah. Uh, and that's and that's why I was talking about like Torchwood goes on and Doctor Who goes on and these you know the companions and the the characters in our the, like the you know John Spencer and the West Wing and you know Gossip Girl ending and good the Good Place ending. It it's a good lesson to learn about how to handle loss because you can't run from it. And it's going to happen. Yeah. It's not a single person who's listened to this episode of our podcast, who's watched this show, who's ever existed on this planet, who has not had a loved one die, even an extended family. You know what I mean? Like, you have to figure out how to deal with something not being or existing anymore. Yep. <laughs> a pet, a family member, an extended family member, a character on a TV show. The loss still hits deep. And I'm not saying that losing a make-believe character is the same as losing your mom or dad. That's not what I'm saying. But but loss in, and <laughs> loss in loss in general, <laughs> validate us, damn it, uh, is heavy. And it's, you know, and we're at a time right now, unfortunately, in early October, where there's a friggin' horrific hurricane that hit Florida and people are dealing with this loss of stuff and like, you know, their way of life. I, I like that. When it's done in TV media, most of the time, it's 
I, you notice this. It's almost always done with such taste. Yeah. And quality and respect. It's beautiful. It's always beautiful. You know what I mean? And it's, and, or I mean, there are stupid ones where like a villain just overcomes a hero. And that's kind of like, whatever. It's just, that's, but you know. This. But this was chef's kiss in the best way. And I think it's notable, Kalinda Vasquez really, this Eagle Eggleston guy, I mean, directed. He did really a great well, job. I feel like. I feel like it, it had a lot of good moments. I, I, we made fun of the of the Roland thing because it's very guyish, but that's yeah, also yeah, but that's like easily jokeable. You know what I mean? Like, and Europe has a different type of sexual sensibility than than embarrassed Americans do. That we are, you know what I mean? Like, we're like, oh my god, he got close to her. Yeah, like, like this it's is a place fine. that has topless speeches. Fine. Like, it's not the same. Um, but yeah, I I loved that episode. That was absolutely a five wonderful. plus for sure. Five plus. Uh, and now this is exciting. We got back into our first episode after a few months. Uh, thank you guys, by the way, for being patient with us. We really do appreciate yes, thank that. You. Um, we clearly really love doing what we do. Um, and obviously this is we don't get paid for this. This is a free podcast. We get the love and support from from those of you who support us. That's, that's and, and the fun that we get from doing it. Yeah. Right? Um, so sometimes some stuff gets in the way, and it did, and and you know you guys are still listening, and I don't know how excited people will be that that the show is back. Whatever, we'll see how it happens. But we're excited down. to be back. Uh, but we are like super pumped, and not only do we get a fantastic episode to come back to now, we and and like to get to relive all of the stuff that we did a few months ago. Yeah. And being, can I just take a second to how far we've come for like leaving a season and coming back to a show that we are not enthusiastic about, that we don't feel good about, and what that used to be like, and what it's like to take a couple months off forcibly. We didn't choose like choose that. We didn't want to. We kind of had to. Um, and then now that we came back, how much this show means to us when we come back. You know what I mean? It's crazy like, what how... What a stark difference. It's crazy how hard we fought to come back. Um, yes. Because yeah, yeah, you yeah. guys are probably listening to this, and you're like... Oh my god! Like they took like two and a half, three months off, like for what? And it's like I, a lot. And we could go over like list for list, like every single week, what you know roadblock hit us. But what matters is that we actively every single week tried, like yeah. <laughs> and, and now yeah, that we're, we're back, and we're so excited to be back. We're on our prior podcast. The thought of recording would make me breakout in hives because I was just so <laughs> anxious that I didn't know what shoe was going to drop that week and then when we would get two weeks off I would be so excited and I'd be like what if we just like kept going and just didn't record ever again like that would that be so bad <laughs> would that be the worst <laughs> until like that's literally what happened and for the best like literally bless everyone's hearts that for the best and now, we're not even trying to throw shade right now this is just I'm just pointing no, out this is just the, the facts this is just what happened the difference. I'm just telling my truth. Sorry if that hurts. You know, like feelings. it's it's um, just we love you and, and it's a lot because we have people to come back to. Yeah. Like, and it just feels so much better. The, it feels so much healthier. Like we're coming back excited to do it, not because we're cornered into it like we're in jail. It's and that's not even throwing shade at a prior podcast. That's just in general about anything that you do in life. Like this doesn't feel like a chore. This is a good time. Which like it's a lot of work. So it really should feel like a chore. And it's <laughs> and it's not. Bart's throwing up the throwing up the horns in the back. Some sort of sign. He's agreeing with us. Um, so all that is to say, 
Thank that you. Going through the motions of each step of every single one of these sound ups of Daily Mirror and production notes and MVP, I didn't realize how much I missed. Yeah, we took it for granted. Feeling it. it feels like home. And speaking of feeling like home, it's time to watch the promo for the next episode. Because, yes, we didn't just come back for a one episode stunt. We're going to keep going. We're going to finish the show off if it kills us. Uh, so so we're going to watch the promo for next week, which I hope Don't it's, worry. Uh, in 2040, when we're doing this with dentists, we're I know, still making it. Guys, kidding. you don't even know what's going to happen. Once we're done with this show, we're not just going to stop podcast. Like, we have plans. They just don't even know, like, like what's, what's in the works right now. We talk about it every day. We're like, yo, you know what we're going to do when we're done with this? It's going to be... I hope you guys come along. Seriously, it's going to be a good time. There are just so many um, life things happening with in the next year podcast wise like that's also like, true and all these things are in the motion and in the works and nobody knows and you're not all gonna know until nobody i'm knows. ready to tell you secret secrets are no fun whoever said that lied it's totally fun uh, i'm a pisces right. though so i've literally never been able to keep a surprise in my entire life <laughs> i and planned and i don't know what I that means i planned my own can. surprise party when i was six that's, that tracks. I said totally I wanted tracks. a surprise party. My parents said that's not how that works. And I said, but I really would like a surprise party. So how about mom, you handle planning it. Dad will take me bowling for the afternoon. So I have no idea when the people show up. <laughs> and then when I get there, I'll be so surprised at all the cars parked in like because we lived we had like a really cool like side yard at that point all the cars will be parked in the side yard and i'll be so surprised when i come in and everybody goes surprise and you know what that's, that's exactly what happened i cannot wait until harper inevitably does that to you because she's absolutely she has to, already said that she child. wants a surprise party that's and hilarious. i'm like girl oh, God, i love this you bet Planet. your ass i'm gonna give you a surprise party like <laughs> and i'm gonna go because we're best friends me and harper besties just so it's you know. true it's true For they life. are friends we are we text did you know that yeah <laughs> i did the first text i ever got from harper made my whole week it was, <laughs> it was a the gift. best thing I've, it was the best thing that's ever happened girl can't read sentences yet but she's like sending these cute no but do you know what she does know how to write and say and like read ho 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 got it girl she goes that's what santa says and writes ho 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 i'm like sure how does. did you know that sure does homegirl <laughs> Where did that come How from? Did you, know that? you know, marketing, you know, commercials. That's where I learned a lot of my English, I'm sure. <laughs> Working for an All hourly right. wage. I went to high school, did do Oh, great. God. Well, uh, there's also a TikTok trend of the can you recite these 2000s commercials? Did you see Taryn put that up on TikTok? Oh, my God. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, it's great. It's like it's like radio ads, you know, like spots that are, you know. Like, I would get every single one of those. Like O'Reilly's and stuff. Oh, yeah. She nailed every single one of them. It was great. Yes. Yeah, you should definitely listen to that one. Um, all right. So. Next week. Uh, I, I forgot episode. for a second that we were recording a podcast. <laughs> I was just talking to my friend, guys. Uh, all right. Once Upon a Time, season three, episode 16. Sorry, season 16. Season no. three, episode 16. I speak English. <laughs> I do. I swear. Uh, it's called. Jughead's it's Dad. not easy. Jughead's Dad. <laughs> It's not easy being green. This episode's about Kermit, guys. Love the music. Has been brewing. Still and about Kermit. Sunday. Meet me on Main Street tonight. Say sundown. Showdown. Showdown. Wait, Munchkin. Is finally here. I get it. This Munchkin. Isn't the Wild West. No, dear. It's the Wicked West. Ooh. New Once Upon a Time, next Sunday, 8, 7 central on ABC. And see full episodes anytime on Watch ABC and ABC On Demand. 
I love watching the evolution of like social media and hashtags and yeah. like, we have an ABC app you want to watch on there. So weird. Um, what do you think about that? Wow, Miss Piggy feel- looks great in this episode. <laughs> Did that feel, if, if Kermit does not make an appearance, I'm going to be around. How are you going to call it It's Not Easy Being Green? That's his song. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, do do you feel like that's that felt a little cheesy? I'm going to be felt, honest, I'm felt- over it. It felt like the cheesy vibe of a musical episode, but it wasn't a musical episode. You know what I'm saying? I feel the vibe that you're putting down here. You know what I'm saying? It, it felt a little like the cowboy music and the like, the like, it's the Wicked sure. West. It felt like the corny. I heard jo- you munchkin. I don't hate it, but it, de- it definitely, because of how important like- we just came from, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, oh. But it feels we, a so party sa- city. This, it, it, I totally feel that. That's uh, hilarious. Um, okay, so I'm trying to back out here. I'm, I'm looking at the trajectory here, right? 16, it's not easy being green. I'm just looking like a little bit ahead, just a little bit. Um, 17, 18, 19, 20, then 21 and 22 look like a joint season finale. So it's probably going to be a continuation, which makes sense. And we got, oh, I just saw the name of an episode. I'm really excited. Oh, good. Okay, season. don't tell me. I can't see anything. I can't read that far. Okay, good. Um, but the next couple, it's just, you know, Nadi's being green, the Jolly Roger bleeding through a curious thing. They don't really say lots of names yeah. of the episodes. I could, and then and then episode twenty is like I'm not going to say that one because that one's okay. now we're getting we're getting into some great territory here. Um, like uh, a missing character, um. notably missing, is going to be coming back. You know what I'm saying? See if you know, you know. My if you know, you know. People know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Somebody, uh, female actress. We on all the show know who you're talking about. Who's been taken a little? Okay, yeah. It's the only one I always talk about all the time. Uh, so that's exciting. That's exciting. We're gonna see. We need to get through now. This is the part that always bothers me. It's the part where we get into the like new villain, scary, blah blah. This blah, is my undiagnosed ADHD, where I'm like, we can move on. Go from her, yeah. Because yeah. then we need to like, I'm like I'm good. get through. We need to like get through her, the rest of her conflict. And I'm like, yeah, let's just uh, let's let's go, or let's make her a, a point next season. Like, let's just get you know. I think that's the problem with having two big problems in the same season, yeah. right? We ended it halfway through, but I think that was because Guinea got pregnant, and so they had to like. You know what I mean? This was like their, ramp into this. This was their, you know, pull safe card. This was their emergency. I think, yeah. So that might have had something to do with it. Anyway. I just guys, learned uh, about that Um, because obviously if you have been living under a rock, then you haven't heard about the Try Guys situation where I didn't even know who the Try Guys were up until last week when Try Guy Ned, who was a certified wife guy, cheated on his wife with a producer of their TV, YouTube show, something, whatever. I don't have any idea. They started from BuzzFeed, so you've been living under a rock. I have. I'm I'm one of the rock people. Okay, okay, (laughs) okay. We're going to do this really, really quick. What you missed on Glee is that there were these guys called the Try Guys. They started on BuzzFeed with their own little segment, and then when BuzzFeed blew the fuck up, they left, and they went and started their own little thing, Try Guys, and they had like a podcast and a YouTube channel, very successful, blah, 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 blah. There's four of them. And one of them's name is Ned. And he, what I've gathered is the most fucking obnoxious. So not a loss here. But anyway, he had a wife named Ariel, and they have like two children, I think. Anyway, Ariel is a babe, and he's a wife guy. You know what I mean? Wife guy. Loves his wife. Only talks about how great she is. Gotcha. Blah, 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 blah. He's a wife guy. They've been married Certified for 10 years. Wife Certified wife guy. 
it has come out that he has been in a relationship with this producer of their show for a year now. Yikes. And that's too long. like that's very yikes because like I that's mean, your any time em- is too long, but like that long. Is but like long. that's your employee also. So now we're in legal territory. Um, yep. So then all of the try guys came out and they were like, Ned is fired. Um, we Good. have to deal with this legally. He's also fired as our friend. Um, please respect sure. everybody's privacy. Fully, fully wow. understood. Ned comes out and is like, I did cheat on my wife. I'm a piece of garbage. Um, I had a consensual relationship with a coworker. Doubt it. Um, working <laughs> on my marriage. Bye. Probably not. But okay. <laughs> um, I forgot like where I was going with this try guy thing. Uh, How'd I get here? Were, we were talking about. Then it's funny because uh, we recorded this conversation. <laughs> But we can't go back until we stop recording. Yeah. Which doesn't help anybody. Anyway, that's uh, what happened with the Try Guys. Pretty freaking crazy, kay. if you ask me. What the hell were we talking about? <laughs> How did we do that? We just It was just like 40 seconds ago. How did... And everyone is now shouting at the radio. There's saying, literally not a thought going through my brain right now. Like that, it's So like we were talking a... about It's Not Easy Being Green, and we saw the promo, and then we were talking about her like not wanting to watch the Zelina storyline anymore. And getting through it yeah we're gonna so what's gonna happen anyway. is we're gonna finish the recording and then we're gonna go back and listen to it and be like i there's a literal tumbleweed just going through like that's what i'm picturing <laughs> through my brain right now i'm like asking all the reinforcements up in here like hey guys pull the file like please pull the file and they're like you said it was because mm-hmm. you said it was because now you know you learned about these try guys thing and that's oh. why you know oh that's why you know what I don't know. That's what I'm hoping you remember. <laughs> okay, hold on. No, we're gonna. No, we're gonna literally. We're gonna. We're gonna play a little beep, and we're gonna stop the recording. We're gonna go back and listen, and then we're gonna re-record. We're gonna start the recording again, and then explain to you what we missed. That's what we're gonna do right now because this is bothering me. Okay, hold on. Bing bong. We got it. I didn't. We didn't even have to go back and listen. I finally just put the pieces back together. She's 100 percent lying. We definitely <laughs> went back and listened to what we said. That's the dumbest thing we've ever done on this show. I didn't even ever. go listen though. <laughs> that was hilarious. Okay. Oh so my God. basically, anyway, <laughs> the try guys. <laughs> guys, okay, listen. It's because we were talking about guinea good getting pregnant and them changing the storyline. Yes. So the try was- guys came out with a <laughs> podcast explaining, <laughs> sorry, <I'm> so sorry. <laughs> explaining everything <laughs> professionally because they can't legally say some shit, obviously. Yeah, yeah. So, but they were saying how they're editing Ned out of future content that they had already recorded. Mm. Um, yeah, because of all of this, but they had an episode that they've had edited for like two years now that was their emergency episode. If something ever were to go wrong Get and they out. couldn't, you know, record or something like that, they had this one thing and that's what they threw out like while they were legally dealing with it throughout the week. And why didn't we like, do that in the two months we were gone? We should right. have put an episode in the can and just released it. Yeah. So that's. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's a great. No, it was a great story. It was. It was a very. Uh, it was very appropriate for what we were talking about. It did wow. make sense until I forgot what I was talking about seven That's, minutes into my monologue. But it's funny because we, but because we both did it at the same time and couldn't save each other, and we had to like abandon ship and go back and listen. It's funny as hell. Um, are we going to do the new outro that we got at the t- at the uh, during uh, Starbuck Daily Mirror? 
We'll try. We'll try it. But I don't know what's going to happen now because we haven't done this outro in a while. So it's probably going to be a little messy. And uh, guys, I'm pretty sure you're listening because we are a little messy uh, by nature. I think that's one of the most charming parts about our weird show is yeah. that we're messy as hell. So ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get into saying goodbye. <laughs> so that was it. I don't know what Mackie's talking about um, with the intro, the outro we had planned from where, whenever. Uh, so we're just going to talk about how you should call into the show. Uh, <laughs> we have a phone number. It's 207-536-8512. I would love it if you sent us a text message or left us a voicemail. That's 207- Gorgeous, gorgeous girls. Leave us voicemails. 536-8512. <laughs> We have an email address, thesbcpod at gmail.com. We have an Instagram that we sort of kind of neglect, uh, the thesbcpod. <laughs> we have a Patreon. Um, if you feel like you would like to financially contribute to the show, we would appreciate it so much. There's a lot of time and effort and work that goes into making it, but we love doing it because we love you guys so much. That's patreon.com slash thesbcpod. We have a Discord where there are almost 100 brookies every Woo-hoo! single day talking about Once Upon a Time, talking about Storybrooke Circus, talking about their lives, celebrating birthdays and milestones and everything in between. We would love it if you joined. That link is in the bio. We have merch if you would like to rep Storybrooke Circus while you're out and about. We have seen our merch out in the wild. I would like to shout out Kim from Like a Disney Royal for wearing her beautiful Brookie shirt to Hollywood Studios. It brought tears to my eyes. I'm so excited. (laughs) Uh, Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Please note that I said a five-star review and not a two-star review if you're keeping an open mind. So we'll (laughs) see. We'll see. Also, with keeping an open mind, we would like you to also start keeping in mind that we are now recording and releasing every other week. Um, It's just so we can manage this show better and keep up the quality that we want to put out. We don't want to put out a half-ass show. We don't want to disappoint anyone. This seems like the best case for all parties involved. Absolutely. Well said. I'll give you claps for that because it was such a good outro. Thank you. So well done. Uh, We are very, very excited to be back and we will continue to be back. As I said, we're going to do it every other week so that we can stay a little bit more consistent. Um, And the Discord is where we're going to let everyone know when the next episode is released. If you want to know and want to keep up with all things that are SPC, Make sure to click that link in the bio or in the uh, show notes for uh, the Discord because that's where the party's at and that's where all the news will be. And keep in mind, uh, Discord is not every other week. Discord is no, every Discord day. No, every day. Every day, all day, every day. Wow, that's a lot of, that's very, a lot of saxophone going on. That's <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, as always, we love the show. We love you guys and all magic comes with a price. All shows come with a podcast. Stay green, everybody. Stay Zelina, everybody. <laughs> See you in the enchanted forest. Bye. Bye.